scary enough. Scary enough. <laughs> the world's on fire. <laughs> that actually makes scary movies better because it's actually proven that people watch scary movies to actually say, at least I'm as bad as those fuckers. I mean, I guess. It's like watching aliens. Things are bad, <laughs> but I'm not stuck in a fucking derelict uh, atmospheric processing station and giant. Termites, I guess, trying to in, with acid for blood, trying to come in and kill me. But that feels like like acceptable. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just doing what they do. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not mad at them. <laughs> yeah, Sor- Sigourney Weaver was. Yeah, she talked shit. She was <laughs> rightfully. So. Who was Sigourney Weaver mad at? The Alien Queen. Oh yeah. She said, "Get away from her, That's you bitch!" That's always the watch, Aaron. And then kick the yeah, shit out of her with. Me. I've got the special edition, so Jesus. you guys should log in. I don't know if I've ever watched it not on television. Yeah, I don't know if I've. You're ever fucking missing out. out. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time I said that. Uh, whenever we were talking about uh, aliens, yeah, and um, early in the movie, she runs this this newfangled forklift where you wear a mech suit. And like the guys are like, there's no way she can do it. It's a, a broad can't run one of these forklifts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, boss, the broad, the broad can't run one of these forklifts. And then she goes, oh yeah, well watch this, Bucko. And she gets in it and she's she spinning it. the thing. She's, spinning, she's doing the thing, and, <laughs> and then she walks like with it, loading up, right? and she swings around like this. And then she looks over at him, and I go, it's in the way that you use it. <laughs> oh god, oh, fuck, great fucking movie though. Yeah. Oh, aliens. Yes. James Cameron is the king of the. Uh, yeah, we've got to watch him. He really is. You never. You you haven't watched it like I, not just on, on TBS. Oh, oh man. Sci-fi. See, and even if you did watch it, you're going to watch it was a long time ago. He meant it. He meant it to be. Uh, the one I've got is like two hours and forty minutes long, or something like that. I mean, because it's a fucking setup. So, um, you've seen the first one, haven't you? Alien. Alien's great. I think I guess that's what I was thinking. There's yeah, alien, there's alien and aliens. Aliens yeah. se- 1979. A- alien is 1979. Aliens it's is really 1986. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize. There that. was a after Star Wars. There was like a massive glut of awesome science fiction movies, <coughs> including Blade Runner. That Star Wars was alien. not included in because Star Wars is not a is, sucks. Is not a, well. Fuck you. But no, it's it's not a science fiction movie. <laughs> Star Wars isn't a science fiction. Movie. It's a fantasy movie. Yeah, it's great. I like Star Wars. I'm, I'm joking. I don't like anything past 1982. But three. Three. We'll go three. Well, it's. Oh, yeah. That's when. Yeah, it's when um, um, uh, Return of the back. Jedi came back. Have you seen, hey, and Return of the Jedi is not that great. Let's be have honest. You, have you seen the video? You know, the scene in that in the new, one of the newer Star Wars movies where Darth Vader. There's lots of it's in the way that the. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? Movie. Oh, 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 one oh, where he just murders 50 fucking people. Else. Yeah. Have you um, seen the video? It, it, it shows like him from first person view, and you just hear his breath, and he's got like music playing. <laughs> no, it's really funny. I need to find it. I like when they. I like the videos. I, I'm probably the last God one to find it. out about this. Is where they take the music out of something. Like they showed uh, a, a Rolling Stones video. Oh yeah, Rolling Stones and David Bowie yeah. dancing in the street. <laughs> <laughs> just the noises they're making. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Have you seen this? That's like 12 years old. Yeah, somebody punch We're it playing. It's so I'm going to play sure it right we, now. I'm pretty sure we played it on You're here first. Yeah. You're going to hear first 12 years later. <laughs> it's like me finding out about the darkness 10 years after they were a thing. Dude, the darkness is awesome. But yo, you guys would always talk about it. And then I found well, at least that, that one song is right. Just the rhythm of the heart. I think they had another hit. They were riding that wave. 
dancing in the street, silent. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> I love Chuck's reaction to it. You're so excited. It hasn't even started yet. I know. Just, I've seen it fifty times. And I laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Was here and the is right for dancing. It's so bad, dude. That video is so terrible as it is. So this is even funnier than when they played it on Family Guy. And at the end, Peter Griffin says, that happened, and we all let it happen. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you wear, just as long as you are there. Come on, everybody. It's got really a homoerotic vibe. <laughs> I like how they got the fucking <laughs> 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 fucking Pepsi for no apparent fucking reason. The product placement, baby. Music swinging. Dancing in the street. More in DC now. On the streets of Brazil. <laughs> Back in the USSR. Okay. All you need is music, sweet music. There'll be music everywhere. Jesus Christ! Just keeps going. Records play, dancing in the streets. Oh. Doesn't matter what you wear. Just as long as you are there. So come on, every I think, yeah, I think we got it. That was good. Coming in hot. <laughs> that was terrifying to start off our ghoulish oh, God damn it. Halloween episode. God, there's more. Hey! Of course there is. These are just the noises from the actual music video. Probably, probably are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. Here, here's the Vader. <laughs> what is this? Vader. Oh yeah. <laughs> you mentioned this an hour ago. Right? Oh, what the frick, man? The H, the There's a few of those. Let's uh, let's be honest, though. That is one of the greatest Star Wars oh, movies ever. 
I mean, it's at moments, not that moments. Movie's, that moment's moment. good. The moment, movie's not bad. Uh, but Rogue moment, One's good. I thought it was pretty good. It was good. It's a good heist movie type deal. Sure. I mean, I, I, but it's not breaking in new ground or anything. It doesn't have Luke, Connor, Leia. No. Uh, I'll watch Chewy. I watched the Pandaverse today, by the way. That was. The, oh, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. The what? The Pandaverse. Pandaverse. The new oh, South Park, Park thing. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Where? Damn it. I want to watch it so bad. I don't think it's a multiverse thing yeah. where Cartman gets sucked into this universe where every person in the show is a is a fucking woman of color. Mm. Every character. <laughs> oh, I think. But I then they suck the black lady Cartman back, and half the people were like, "What do you think of this?" And that's fine, and they just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> PC uh, principal sitting there, guys- and Stan and Kyle are sitting there like, "This is makes no sense. Why does it make any sense?" It just doesn't. (laughs) I think you have a problem with it. Yes, I do, but not for the reason you're saying. I mean, and and then PC Principal, get the hell out of my office because, you know, they're racist. I love PC Principal. PC Principal, and he's he's got like the horse teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. God damn. So it's been uh, about a month since we've done this? Yeah. Yeah. Lots happened. What has happened? The world is on fire. (laughs) How about yours? Oh, well, because of. He got it. <laughs> somebody listening out there got it. You're an all star. I'm not even going to explain it. I'm just going to let it be there. That's just going to live the way it lives. Maybe somebody listening out there, one of the seven listeners, will get it. <clears throat> yeah. What's uh, the so the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, so uh, the uh, Jews? Uh, and the, uh, <laughs> well, have you no, seen this? Hamas, have you seen uh, this? Hamas. Performed a terrorist attack, of course, as they are wont to do, because they're sounds like a Zionist. No, it is a terrorist attack. Sure, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just saying. You sound like a Zionist. <laughs> Not at all. I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't. Care. I think we ought to level both of them. <laughs> Put an Arby's there. <laughs> I think we ought to nuke. Fuck it. Bring back racks. <laughs> nuke them till they glow. <laughs> um. I ain't heard both of them. No, I just people ask me because you know they they know I've read about the stuff and all, like, what are your opinions? I was like, it's just the newest chapter. It's been going on for ten thousand fucking years. Somebody, Who cares? somebody yeah. at work said they've been doing this for millions of years. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> back when they were reptiles, <laughs> they have thousands. I'll give you. You can have thousands. Yep, hundreds definitely. Yeah. It's been 10,000 years. Millions. Yeah. <laughs> Not 10,000, more like five. It's been 5,000 years. I mean, that for of just absolute fucking. And the worst part about it is they're descended from one group of people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in it's an intra-family fight, as, as they are wont to say in Hyperion, an internecine war is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that means have you guys started reading that? I have, yes. What I've listened to it. I, well, I've been reading it and listening to it. Uh, I've. I finished the first story, which is fucking awesome. Who is the first movie. story? The priest, Lenore Hoyt. Yeah, yeah Hoyt. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, a freaking. That was terrifying. It was. <laughs> the bicker are fucking awful. And I had I, I read it and listened to. I had to read it twice, and then I listened to it at work. And, yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. Um, I can't remember when Saul's story comes up. I think it might be fourth. I've, I've listened to it. It's fucking the whole thing. Rough, isn't it? <laughs> You listen to that oh, whole shit. thing. I woke up during some like because I, I listen. I listen to the book sometimes when I go to sleep, and 
I woke up like right around when she started to get too young to oh, God. Okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for it. So Well, I mean, I but you know what's gonna happen yeah, essentially, but, but the, yeah. the, the details are gonna really fuck with you. Like yeah. something keeps telling him to throw her in a fire or something. Or well he's he's a Jew, him. so it's like this is pertinent to what we're discussing. Yeah. It's the old co- covenant of Abraham. Take your son Isaac down to the altar and sacrifice him to my name. And he's basically telling God the entire time, fuck you. I'm not doing that. And then the way he explains it at the end, I said, how are you going to rationalize this? And the way he explained it made perfect fucking sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. And I've read it four times. And every time I read it, I'm like, like, how the fuck is he going to get, you know. <laughs> well, he's in a bucket of syrup here. <laughs> he's going to get out of that bucket of syrup. <laughs> he's going to get out of this bucket of syrup. <laughs> um, I like Fedma Kassad's tale really well. Yeah. Um, it's really cool because... He's now he's a, the military. Dude, yeah, right? he's from Mars. Right. I'm I'm in his right. story now. Yeah, the all the Muslims have moved to Mars at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, if only, right? <laughs> Ship. <laughs> but the, then the Israelis would move up, and then claim it was theirs. <laughs> <laughs> we were here first. <laughs> Excuse me. I see you've got this land here. Hey, take the Mars. We take the Mars. <laughs> Excuse me, my name is Slobo Speckelstein. I'd like to have some of your land. <laughs> Moisha, Moisha, they got a planet up there. They got a planet. They got a whole planet. <laughs> we only got this measly eighth and they got the whole planet. <laughs> I went into like gangster uh, there. Yeah. 40s gangster. Yeah. I mean, but there's some overlap. <laughs> is I'm the only one who's warm in here? Moisha. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm pretty no, no, I'm just I'm making sure I'm not actually having a heart attack. No, I'm pretty Cause warm. Because I'm, I'm really sweating. <laughs> pretty warm. I think you're okay. <laughs> like, the numbers might go up if you have a heart attack. Huh? A mild heart attack can make the numbers go up. <laughs> uh, no. Um, especially if we were video. Can you imagine if we were video? God. Especially if I shit myself. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Na- <laughs> Ratings. <laughs> um Still get a good <laughs> Moisha Mars. <laughs> what do you want, Dad? I'm making the matzo. And I went Italian there a little bit. <laughs> no, they just do business dealings with the people of Mars. Um, no, that's the thing though. In Hyperion, almost every group has gotten their own planet. Yeah, there's like um, there's Maui Covenant. There's uh, the the Jewish people actually have their own planet, Hebron. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Hebron. I'm sorry, it really is. Or oh, Hebron. They might make it, they might make the, the planet called that if they wanted to. Um Jutopia? They're farcaster shaped like a star day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had to do oh a whole God. lot of Googling. Like, like what, the farcaster like, like, far That's what I'm saying. They throw you right down the fucking yeah, middle of it. Like, Just like, hey, do your best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> like, what are we talking Figure about? Godspeed. <laughs> But Strike! I, what I is that? I don't know. Um, I think I've got a pretty good grasp of it now, though. You think you do? Yeah. Until the they thing. start, until they really start throwing it at you. Okay. Even I was like, "Holy fuck!" But you know, um, the Shrike alone is just a bizarre fucking thing. It's wild. Just I like it. M- murder fucking scalpel. I mean, this living scalpel is essentially what it is yeah. with four arms and. I've I've googled. All, I've looked up all the best thing in, is in the is in the next two after because there's. Four books. There's two that pertain to each other. And Are four they that good? Have, the second two, I like them. Okay. They're not as good as Hyperion, okay. Fall of Hyperion. 
They're called Endymion and Rise of Endymion. Uh, are they written the same way? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. But one of the coolest things about it is, is the Shrike kind of works for them in the second one. <laughs> That's what I- And he just starts fucking people up really bad. Like, there's these villagers getting ready to get him. The Shrike just shows up right in front of them. They're like, get him! And he just fucking starts fucking well, them up. See, it's really I, awesome. All I know, really know now of the Shrike is people worshipped it. You know what I'm saying? I haven't I haven't made it to anywhere in the second story where he appears. The dude's just banging a, a computer program. Monita. Monita is what it is. Do you guys realize you guys started a book club together? It's so good. <laughs> what are you reading next? Guys. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I need to catch up. I was so excited for you to get that book. And I'm so happy that you got the copy with the Michael Whelan painting on the front. Well, it's honestly the first book that's ever grabbed me like this. I, now, American Gods got me. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't read. But I'm actually excited to read this book. Let me. Dan Simmons, on, I have to like say it. You bought this book for him for like the seven people who are listening. You bought it for him and for Aaron's birthday, and it was adorable because I knew it was coming, and um, he had no idea. So and you I was were so r- excited. You kept texting me like, "Here's like, Aaron." I'm like, "We're not home." That's true. <laughs> I know I was getting on her nerves. Like, calm yee! down. Um, I would just like to have seen his reaction when he opened it. I I was completely. He was like, "What is this?" He was, was like, "What did you buy me?" And I was like, "I didn't buy this, but I know what it is." He's like, "What the fuck is?" Like he was so hateful. I was like, "I didn't open it up, asshole." I like the paranoia. What is this? Is this a nail bomb? <laughs> it was really funny. Um, no, he's. Awesome. There has never been any shred of writing. And I'm talking George R. R. Martin, Tad Williams. I'm rounding out the fucking greats here that have really made me feel something. Nothing has ever Stephanie made me. Meyer. Just that's just revulsion. Um, made you feel something. <laughs> felt something. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. I would rather nausea and, and incredulousness that it's sold. I would rather be um, hated than it being uh, loved for writing Twilight. Yes. How would you like for people to be indifferent? How would you lo- how would you like to be loved for the fucking fanfic Twilight? Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, <laughs> God, it's so garbage. Anyway, um, it'd be hard to fall asleep on my mountain big, of money, big pile of money, <laughs> and a bunch of women who are willing to destroy their marriage to fuck you. Um, now we're talking. I take just that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but th- that the whole tale of of Saul Weintraub is the greatest thing I have ever read, ever. I mean, in any. Genre like in any better than the Bible? What's well, no bud? Of, it's no out of the deal. <laughs> bud? It's no out of the deal. <laughs> I like him coming out of the courthouse now. That's my favorite thing. Did you see where he, he always he always stands see, up before he starts talking? Where he said that Jesus Christ could be the speaker yeah. of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Trump said that. It's that's the awesome. funniest fucking thing. I am so amused by him now because the world's on fire and it I don't is. give a fuck. I've like, totally moved beyond it. So hard. He really if Jesus does. Christ came down here, he, they would vote for him. He could. He could be speaker of the house. Right. Right. It was yeah. so funny. He's just such a fucking moron. But um. Well, I think he's my biggest fan now because he called me yesterday and he told me I'm your biggest fan. So I don't know about that. Uh, well, we're looking at a lot of people. Always turn and, around on them. You know, I'm sort of trying to stay out of that as much as possible. Uh, but they'll get it straightened out. 
But no, I've always gotten along with him, and uh, I get along with all of them, really. A lot of good people. You have a lot of great people. Mr. President, how important is it to keep New Hampshire the first primary? Say it, Brian. How important is it to keep New the first primary? I know you've said the yeah. Democrats don't want that. No, they don't want that. The Democrats do not want to keep New Hampshire in this position, and I did. Okay. And yeah, we skip it a little. we got to find it. Um... The only other thing to actually come back to New Hampshire and oh, file to run again. Well, that's and I think if you, you see your, your picture, picture right up there. Oh, Jim. Uh, oh, uh, Jim Jordan, fantastic person. And uh, so we'll see what happens. You have a lot of people running. You have a lot of good talent. A lot of very good people running. You back on this process. It was a, is it worthwhile? What's happened in the house? Well, it's a lot of uh, tumult. There's no question about Tumult. that, but uh, we'll see what happens. We're going to see what happens. Mr. President, who's your chief flag I probably shouldn't have okay. clicked on the first one I saw. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's quite a dearth. You know, it's not always a good show. But I've, I've just about all the candidates. You guys try this. Any of you out there, create something like this. We've been paid to do this before. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> I said, there's only one person that can do it all the way. You know who that is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. He would do it. Other than that, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I like that he said it. And, and, and yeah, point, and it's not Jesus Christ. And it's not selling. And he's still trying to sell it. Other than that, I haven't seen. Yeah, it's totally not selling. <laughs> People are no selling it left. But he, he even Cord Lewandowski is over there. Sell and then. I mean, yeah. just swing he, another one. He's he is. Good. I mean, I, I got to give him the things he's good at. <laughs> no, but I, then Jesus I started. Christ. Then I started reading. Uh, reading that, and then I started reading. Um, I wanted to write something because I just got sick of not writing something. So I said I was going to write a short story. So what I did was I went back and read the opening lines to uh, the Hedge Knight. Mm. George R. R. Martin has never written anything better. I'm not in all tending to agree. We can talk about the the casting call they put out. Pretty excited. Yes, it's. Hmm? (laughs) I put out a casting call for Duncan Egg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And I just started writing, and I wrote uh, two pages longhand, like just knocked them out in twenty minutes, and it was just it was good. I don't know. And then I, for some reason, I was reading Walden, which is another you know that's one of the best books I've ever read. Um, I'm finally going to finish it. I've I've started it and read through three quarters of it three times, and now and then I just get sidetracked. Now I'm going to finally finish it. It's just really good. So it inspired me to to write something. So and you said you're going to keep writing until it's a whole thing. Well, I'm going to write the short story. Like there was a short story that Dutch had read about these two groups of people coming together in this burned out town, and one group is pulling a giant cage behind him with this big fucking huge tiger thing. Like it's, um, and then the other side, there's these like evil characters, I guess you'd call them, you know, they're based on Aztec type people. You know, I, I can't go into a description. It'd take me fucking four hours, but, um, we've got time. <laughs> turns out what they're trying to do is they're going to send a demon into that tiger to go assassinate somebody. 
So the, the, the I thought one of the best plot devices I did was there's a, a woman with them, and she's naked, and she's absolutely hot, and they hand her a knife, and she slits her own throat and falls down. And then the spirit, like this Comes out. tear opens in fucking reality, and this demon goes into the tiger. It's fucking awesome. Rips the cage apart. It's fun. Um, but, I, but then I thought, well, it's in the way that you... <laughs> but then I thought, well, um, that's all well and good, but I didn't have a POV character. Those are kind of necessary. So unless you're really good and can write without them, and even then, even if you write without them, it's not as interesting. Hmm. So I created a POV character, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to have to develop this. What should I do?" So I was kept on going backwards. Like, well, the the natural place to start is to introduce the POV character, and then the guy who's leading the thing sells it to him. Like, here's here's what we're going to do, and we're going to go capture this tiger. And the guy tells him there are no more of this t- kind of tiger. This guy says, "Yeah, there are." And then he says, "Well, you can't get him because he's killed everybody sent against him. He's like the last one of this <clears throat> breed of tiger. Super intelligent has killed." Hundreds of people Opposable thumbs And they Actually they kind of did You know I kind of wrote it that way That they could grip They could Well (laughs) kind of (laughs) Have you read it Um, And Half the story is going to be like Him killing the entire party Of people that that they're with Because he's just That's It's like a A thriller story You know like You think you've got him And then he wiggles out of where he's going And then he just snatches somebody away And drags him into the dark And eats him And then one by one They're all getting whittled down And eventually they end up Capturing him and going to take him, but I was telling that's the one thing I feel bad about is that's an awesome character, and then I have to make him where he's just going to be possessed to kill, you know, and something. But it's just it was a good story idea, yeah. So yeah, um, kind of like the Shrike himself, you know. Yeah. It's absolutely kind of reminds me of Ghost in the Darkness. It, it there not are in a bad way. There not, are no, like there are strains of that yeah. that, and uh, there was a Korean uh, movie called The The Tiger about mm-hmm. this old hunter who's going out to kill. That's where I lifted from directly. Nothing wrong with that. It's not. I don't think it might even be technically based on a true story. There was a the last tiger in Korea because there used to be tigers in Korea. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and um, the Chinese government or the Japanese government, I can't remember who controls Korea, wants them gone because they're violent and they're. And this is back in like the early 1900s or late 18. I can't remember. No, it was 1900s, and they put together this whole party of people, and he. That's what he does. Is he steadily whittles them down and kills. All of them, and they're he's like the last one left is that old hunter. And there's a scene where he's got his sights lined up, and the tiger's looking at him, and he he doesn't have a mate. He has nothing left. He's all beaten up. He's old, but he's the last one, and he just lets him go. Hmm. He's like because he sees himself in it because he's the last hunter too. He's just like we're the same, so I need to let him go. And that's you know, see in an American Aww. movie. They'd be bottle fighting the big tiger. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, you son of a... Let's do it. Roy Scheider would pop up and shove a fucking oxygen tank in his mouth and tell him to smile. <laughs> smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, but I, I love... That was a really cool idea that, you know, the original story idea is just like... Getting to write that is exciting. Because, again... Even writing those two pages, there was about halfway through this, the <clears throat> just the on switch click, kicked on, and I was just reporting. I wasn't writing it anymore. I was just, you know, and that's the best feeling in the whole world because you're in that flow state where it's being created and cre- and creating itself at the same time. I had that feeling the other day when I was on the forklift. Pretty incredible. I, I get it. <laughs> on the forklift. Dude. <laughs> are, you, are you being serious? <laughs> sort of. Well, flow state can be achieved in anything. Mm. All right, we uh, <clears throat> some big wigs came around and like uh, we have these uh, nipples that we put in our pipe rings, mm. 
to keep stuff from rolling out or whatever. Yeah. And like one of the highest ones didn't have one in it, and they like needed it replaced. And I was like, well, we can bring a ladder out here and climb up and do that, or we can take a forklift, raise it up, tape one of the nipples to it, and then raise it up and put it in the little hole. <laughs> and I'm just the man for the job. <clears throat> And I did it, and there's video. <laughs> Everybody was razzed. There was like eight people surrounding me. It was wonderful. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that is cool. I mean, it took like, it took things. like less than three minutes, mm-hmm. but it took way longer than I thought it should have. Right. I was using one of the stand up lifts, which I don't drive very much. If I'd have been using one of my other lifts, I think I could have done it. <laughs> the one where you stand up in and you just go up and down on it. No, you don't go up and down on it. It's got it's forks just, on it. It's got forks. I've like used a, those. Yeah, it's just like yeah. a regular like lift. A, kind of like a, um, not necessarily an order picker, but something along those lines. Yeah, it's yeah. just a regular fork lift that you stand up on and the forks go up and you just stay sitting there. I love that. I actually love those. Yeah, it's so, nice. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'd rather, I'd rather use, I don't like running as much. I'm pretty good on them. I was, I've gotten good. Yeah. I was good with a forklift up in Ohio. Like I could, how I, I mean, part of me remembers being good at that job, period, and I'm just absolutely amazed. Because all the shit I had to do, I'm like, how did I get good at that? Because I had never done anything like that in my life. I'm like, I'm utterly clueless. <laughs> so by the end, I remember being that guy where like, we had to take a forklift and attach this uh, dredger out. And you have to go down like this and make all the hand movements. And I'm yanking the thing around and telling people to get away and doing it. And then I drop it out and like, lit, lit a cigarette like a boss. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we have guy? one at work that has... Uh, Finger triggers. Ooh. Yeah, so you're sitting on it, and you're just fingering it. And once you get good at it, man, it's just going to... Yeah, so I've never used one like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Have so you ever the w- wrote a script? I wrote... Uh, yes, I wrote... Screenplay uh, for... Um, I wrote screenplay for... Um, Registration. It was a story about a guy who it's, it's set in the Marvel universe where mutants. There's a thing in the in the 1980s. I actually have a T-shirt and it says it's 1987. Do you know what your kids are? It has four kids on it, and the last kid shows him and says "muty" like over top because mutants are a lower class of people because they are replace us. You know what I mean? So you um, will not replace <laughs> us. And it's essentially what happens. But um, this guy works at a local steel mill type factor, whatever. And he's a mutant. He's got like class hundred strength, which means he can lift press a hundred tons. He's like damn near Hulk level strength, mm-hmm. but he's hiding it. And he has to, the script goes, he wakes up his wife and him or, you know, make, they make love. And then they're like, he's getting a shower and then he's in the, he's eating breakfast and then the TV's on. And they're telling a story about how this mutant girl, her powers ran amok and started a, a really bad riot down in Alabama. And then she, the woman says, well, that's terrible. That's not that little girl's fault. You know, and this whole thing and that he's riding to work. There's like, you know, all kinds of stuff about mutants. People are having arguments about him at work and stuff like that. And he's just, you know, taking it in and knowing that's what he is. I remember this now. Um, do, do you know at this point that he's a mutant? Well, there's little things that the, that the, <clears throat> that the watcher would see at the beginning he drops his coffee cup, so he looks around, he picks up the back of the truck, and he grabs a coffee cup okay. and puts it back there. <laughs> cool. And then he's sitting in the parking lot, and he just squeezes his hands together, and the truck starts shaking because he's so powerful and he can't you know, use anything. So the coolest part about it was is that the, the hinge scene is like he's being forced to fix this crane, you know, an indoor crane, if yeah. you've ever seen those. Well, this one boss 
he tells him that's not safe to use. Let me go back. He's like, we're, we're, we're behind the schedule. We got to do this. So he starts to use it and it, one of the cords snaps and the, there's a kid standing underneath it. And it's the other one's getting ready to snap enough time to react. But everybody else is like, well, we can't do anything because the kid's like he's pinned or something. Can't get her. So after that, it shows that and you hear alarm going off and then you just see the guy's back sitting in the office like this. And you see a boss in front of him talking to him. And he's just like, you know, I gotta let you go. And he's like, I saved that kid's life. He's like, yeah, but you caught a forklift on a crane like it weighed nothing and tossed it across the room. He's like, you're a mutant, and you never told me. And hmm. it was a really good story. Yeah. And at the end, awesome. and at the end, his he 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 drives home. He comes out to his car. Somebody has spray painted "Muni" on his on his truck. He gets in the truck, drives home. His wife, who they were totally in love, has heard the story by this time. Her dad comes out. His father in law with a gun. Points in his face. He says, "I don't." He said, "This probably can't kill you. I don't know." He's like, "I've heard what you did." He said, "That's an admirable thing, but you're a mutant. I don't want you with my daughter." And then in the end, he gets in the truck. And if I could get the rights to the song uh, "Brilliant Disguise" by oh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen as he's driving away, but cut to black. <laughs> fucking great scene, you know. Um, you thirty can, minutes. It's a fun freaking you can, story. Uh, I like that one a lot. Possibly really. that was one of my better ones. That, I mean, I, really because good. it was really gritty. It was going to be. I like the fact that he, you didn't see the action. It's not a stupid superhero movie. Right. It's a guy being forced to do something he didn't want to do yeah. and reveals himself. It's pretty. I'm trying awesome. to think you know. of the steps you'd need to take to be able to use. You just have to pay Bruce for it. Bruce is pretty cool. Be, he would be, and I bet you if he saw the script and read it, hey, man, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I really used to like those men. Back when can I was running free can in I Jersey. The, can, can I do the clapper? One, two, three. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, then I did another one where it was called Ronan, and it was about this giant Akita who it's a, it's a after a pandemic – it killed all the people. He's living in this house where there's his uh, owners had died upstairs, and he just goes out to complete his day and get something to eat. And he tracks his deer to the fucking to the river. It's injured because it's bleeding. He's, tra- he's tracing the blood. This would be completely, you know, no dialogue. If I could draw it, I would because it would be be a great comic book. And at the end, he's killed the deer. He's in the and then he turns around. There's a wolf standing there, and he's growling at him. And then it's like basically the wolf saying, It's mine, drop or fight. And then they get into a big fucking fight. He barely wins, kills the wolf, but then he's mortally wounded and he drags himself back up to the fucking house and dies. You know. Gets in the gets in the master's bedroom, lays down on the floor beside their bed and dies. And that's the end of the story. So that was a good one. But a but a real bummer. So, yeah. It is a bummer. <laughs> it was it bummed me out so bad that I actually was gonna write another story set in that world where a father and daughter are walking. It's it's boomer, it's where it's set. And um, they they find him like they trace the blood up to the house and patch him up, but it turns out there's a tiger that's gotten loose. Like somebody had a had a tiger. That's like, a real thing that happened in this town. Members of the well, guy used to have a tiger. Lion. Yeah, it's mountain lion. No, there was a guy who had a tiger. What for a little while in like a fucking garage just down the street. No, that I was mountain lion. Hit a mountain lion. Oh, mountain lion. Yeah. God damn it, we were told still don't the remember tiger this. back in the day. This it was, was in the eighties. It was Wiley Acres. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, shit. I mean, that's not. I mean, that's an awesome story. Wow. That, I haven't you know, heard that name in so yeah, long. Yeah, I haven't heard it. I love Wiley, and he just—I don't know why he owned it, but he did. You know, um, I don't know. This I remember because I remember going to see it. Like it was in a cage 
in the place and you know it would just be pacing back and forth it's really awesome i felt bad for the animal or whatever but they eventually let it loose do um, we have mountain lions here anymore yes they're coming back or? So no we do have them. we do um yeah my dad talked to a dnr like they don't want to acknowledge them because they would have to regulate so like they kind of just and then people are good looking for them to kill them too yeah but they're there asses. yeah for sure like a lot we've got a handful a rob uh robbie more, uh-huh. I didn't mean to call him back, but he's got trail camera pictures, like clear, like big ass, like, oh, like probably there's actually tails curled back. There's actually an urban Freaky. legend that there's a trail camera that caught a jaguar in Clay County. That is technically possible because jaguars used to be in the Carolinas. Man, it's when terrible. the when the Native Americans and and like the original settlers came here, they called them the spotted American tiger. It's a fucking jaguar. That's there were the third. Lo- I didn't know this. The third largest cat in the world, and they well they used to be they used to be as far north as Colorado. They're just going to follow the game, and they're going to follow what's to eat, and they're and the males have giant fucking territory, so they can't live near each other. So they just force each other out until sooner or later you're. And they can live anywhere. It's a fucking mammal. So right. the the Appalachians, if a if an if a tiger actually did get in the Appalachians, he would thrive. I mean, because there is so much to eat, places to hide, you know, rivers to swim in. They would they would do fine. Jaguars would do just as good. Probably be better because they're a little bit smaller, not quite as large, so it'd be easier for them to hide. And they can go up trees. Yeah, I mean, if a jaguar got loose around here, and they're man eaters, they are unabashed man eaters. They will eat a person knowing what they are because they don't give a fuck. Strongest bite force of any cat, too. Uh, stronger than a tiger. Oh, really? Strong. Yes. Not pound for pound, strongest. What about so, a liger? A liger? <laughs> they're bad for their skills in magic. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually. I love the movie so much. <laughs> there was actually a, 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 an animal called a puma pard, which was That's a. Unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. But they're gonna do you puma pod. But they were, but they're really small. Like they're only like this big. It's a a mountain lion and a and a leopard bred together. For some reason, the offspring are terribly small. It's like the opposite hmm. of what a liger does. That's interesting. It is because when you take a hybrid, I've read about so many awesome hybrids and so many kind of terrifying hybrids. Um, the liger and the tiger have a ancestor that is much larger than each than than either animal. Well, when they evolved, they're uh, their genetics had a switch basically set in where, well, we can't be this big anymore because there's not, you know, nature is amazing. They will make things that's adapt. That's so cool. So, yeah, but when you breed them back together, that switch just turned back off. So that's oh. the reason they get so fucking massive. That's wild. A liger is, can be 2,000 pounds. That's insane. I they're guess fucking, I never thought about it that way. That's cool. They're as tall, almost as tall as a, like a short person just standing, not even on their back legs. It's fucking unreal. Um, there actually was one in Carolina Beach or Wrightsville who was the largest in the world, and he was his name was Goliath. He was absolutely enormous. And you know what the crazy part about it is? They're not really that aggressive. They They don't attack people very often. You know, they're just like, hey, look, I'm a (laughs) liger. Like, what are you gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I would hope you'd get him a little tie and a (laughs) yeah, like a Anna Barbera character. That's so funny. No, I've been thinking, I was telling him about my idea. I think um, like a show, what's it called when you do like individual stories per episode? That's uh, an anthology. I think something like that about cryptids would be awesome. Set at different times. And yeah. What are cryptids? Not because I don't know, but because people listening might not know. Like, cryptozoology. Like Mothman 
or oh, uh, the Braxton County Monster. There's so many around here, and it doesn't have to. Be and it's all very, po- it's it's blown it's very up the popular right now. Years. And I think someone needs to. Do Somebody a really opened a coffee people. shop in Boomer Man, called Boomer. the Cryptic Cafe. Yeah. I don't even know if they're open anymore. That's they're sad. really they're really nice people too. I stopped in there to get a coffee. I was, really, I was going really nice to, people. but I never did. They're just they're, in a bad. They're, they're in a bad spot. Five in the morning. Yeah, and stayed up until five in the evening. Yeah, but I think a story like I keep thinking like like Stranger Things inspiration, but set around here about like Mothman or I would like to write like a, a cool thing that could bring Marvel back from the brink because they're gonna have that's mine I don't what know why fuck? it's fucking I fucking hate it, you dude God. I know you too you man. got fucking uh, fucking I can't think of his name right now Johnny Fever Johnny Fever um, that story about the the registration thing that would be a cool way for Marvel to, if you could have a story about mutants and regular people and how they have to fit into everyday life and how they don't, you know. Well, when you tell the story, I envision it right here in Boomer. And, well, it's it's set in Appalachia, yeah, and in, in, in Pennsylvania actually. Okay. Because and I put cool little Easter eggs in the whole thing. Like one of the arguments the guys are having is, well, you know, Cap was a mutant. He's like, no, he wasn't. He, you know, and they get in a big argument over Captain America being a mutant. Right. Um, That'd be fun. Well, and then you like posters like Dazzler was the Allison Blair. You know, I would have posters of her like on different places. And then one of the one of the songs he's listening to is by this other mutant named Lila Cheney who can teleport. And nobody knows she's a mutant because that's a really cool story they they made where she's this big rock star and nobody knows she just she's a mutant. And um, her power is to teleport any any distance. So um, I said that I was going to have the DJ say that was Lila Cheney with. Uh, uh, I've got a secret on her teleport album. So it's like, you know, telling That's everybody. Really fun. Yeah, so I did a bunch of that stuff. Like just you could ideas them, like, different I places. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know like the mutant like timeline. Was it like across like the 20, 20th century? Like- well, let's put it this way. One of the first mutants was apocalypse. He was from ancient Egypt. Okay. And then you had so, like- Wolverine was born in 18, 18- 90 or something like that or maybe even earlier it'd be cool i don't mm-hmm. know i can't and this was back to my idea too but like to have it in different time it doesn't yes have to absolutely be one time, i know what you're saying yeah. but like one in the 60s with, right with that fun stuff you know what i mean there would be a cool one to do one about jfk where you know you had a mutant trying to where mutant trying to stop the bullet from happening because that's actually what was in days of future past because they blamed that on Magneto, and he was trying to stop it. Because the story in Days of Future Past was is that uh, John F. Kennedy was a mutant. Oh, okay. And his power was he was very is charismatic. Is that a good movie? Days of Future Past is excellent, actually. The Brian Singer, you know, minus the, uh, <laughs> the minus the molestation, um, his... <laughs> what were they wearing? <laughs> his, we're talking about boys here, right? <laughs> we're allowed to question boys. <laughs> they wanted it. His, his X-Men movies are... All good. Like the first one and the second one are tremendous. Um, the third one sucks because he didn't direct it. Uh, Days and Future Days of Future Past, I think, was the fourth one. Um, he did to. I think he did First Class, which was a good one. I didn't care for it, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. I just I don't know something about it just didn't quite make it for me. But I could tell it was a good movie. And Kevin Bacon was great as this. It's actually Kevon Bacon. <laughs> Yeah, fucking act like Come you've been somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he he was really good in it. He's he was playing Sebastian Shaw, one of my favorite mutant. He's in the Hellfire Club, who was like this 
that's who the one on Stranger Things is based on. There's a group of mutants who are uh, like these power brokers, and it's an awesome storyline in, in the X Men. Like there are all these rich people who have all this money and all this power, and they're all mutants. You have Sebastian Shaw, um, hmm. and like he his power is that he absorbs kinetic energy and gives him superhuman strength. Uh, Emma Frost, who was in, um, was it January Jones? January Jones played yeah. her. Okay. Her power was she turned into like a diamond. That was new. That's not a I thing. Love she had psionic so powers. Yeah. She is pretty, but she had psionic powers it. in um in the in the X Men. I read a bunch of X Men comics from the seventies. They're so fucking good, man. Really, Dazzler came into it. And I'm so excited <laughs> for fucking Taylor Swift to be Dazzler Deadpool three. That is happening. Huh? Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> it might happen. No, I'm I'm pretty sure it's going. I can't to. wait to see how disappointed you are when this movie stinks. Oh, no. I don't think it's going to. I don't think it. Will. I hope it doesn't. I hope it, I hope it doesn't. Hope but part good. of me hopes it does. I'm so glad that a lot of your happiness comes from my sadness. <laughs> it is funny watching you get really disappointed in Marvel stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but that hasn't happened in a long time because it all sucks. I know. Loki, by the way, is really good, though. I really want to watch. It is I really, love really, really yeah. good. The first season is really good, I and the second it. is even better. Is it better? Really? Yes. Okay, good. And they're actually introducing things. What I like best about it is nerds are actually in control of that show, not uh, Jessica Chow. Women. Completely destroyed. Just say it. No, she's women. Terrible. She's terrible. She, she holds women, 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 <laughs> women, women, women. I'm surprised that wasn't in the pandaverse. I'm not gay no more. <laughs> no. Here's because the, funny, here's the no funniest mores. part of the pandaverse. Here's the I funniest. Deliver. <laughs> no. Here's the funniest part of the pandaverse. Kathleen Kennedy, if you guys know who she is, she she's Disney, uh, Star Wars, Wars, and all that stuff. Yeah. Well. God, in the crazy. alternate reality, Kathleen Kennedy is Cartman, and the only thing she keeps saying is, <laughs> she's. Like, <laughs> Uh, put a woman in it. Make her gay. And she just keeps saying it over and over again. God, they don't give a fuck. Dude, it was brutal. And they made fun of the fact that it's okay to be racist towards white people in the whole thing. Oh, man. Because they keep saying honky. What do these honkies want? And he's like, oh, I guess that's okay, huh? And they just Do keep, we have you know, Paramount? I got. Have I bought it for like one week. And I'm, I'm going to delete it because I just I needed to. What see is that. the thing? Paramount kind of rules because it has like every Tom Cruise movie ever, and you get Showtime. Ooh, so they, you have, watch. they have Andy Griffith. They have the love. Yeah, they have all kinds of fuck's sake. Yeah, we might get, do it. You get Showtime with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which has that. We had it for a minute, but I think. What's the fucking start. Yellow Jackets? That show's pretty good. Yeah, I've been advised to watch that. that. I just haven't watched it. Yet. I want to watch the friggin' Painterverse. It was dude, there were so many moments I fucking laughed out loud like. When I laugh out just the fact that Kyle is not wanting to sell it at all, he's so pissed, (laughs) and he's just like sitting on the bed. They're doing stuff. Nope, it's like they're trying to. The black woman is being Cartman. That's the funniest part. She's still Eric Cartman and doing Cartman shit. She's just a black woman. Yeah, is she saying stuff about the Jews? No, there's not that because I think that was even hot for them to handle. Yeah, but they're also Jews. Well, no, but I'm just saying they they didn't go. They went into the racial thing a little bit, but more making fun of one of the funniest ones is they're at the police station and it's that same cop's voice. Hey, what's going on here? You know, with the guy with the mustache, yeah. and he's just a black woman, but it looks exactly <laughs> like him. He has long hair, the mustache, and the glasses. Oh, it's so great! <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Okay, we'll um, watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, I laughed so fucking hard, and I know now, Disney. Did, did Disney try to sue them? Yes, them they tried to it? sue them from for bringing it out. Really? Or were yes. they just advising against it? They tried to really take him to court over it. Because Why? Bob Iger is in it. <laughs> I love that. So is Kathleen Kennedy. And not just Cartman Kathleen Kennedy. 
the whole thing hinges on, but the, the whole message of the thing. Oh, another funny part of it is, is that there's a side story where nobody knows how to do shit. Called a B plot. Well, I mean, and they're really of good course. at it because I've been watching film uh, theory. Uh, YouTube. Those lately. are really good. I've I enjoy watching, the shit out of it. I've been watching more movies, which is good. I've been watching a lot of fantasy writing things on there about how to. You want to know what stuff. I did yesterday? You what? shut the fuck up and you listen. Okay. <laughs> I watched All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. damn. With subtitles. Dude. Yeah. Like a gentleman. It's, it's fucking so awesome. fucking Isn't it good. Amazing. So fuck, it's one of the better war movies I've oh ever seen. The opening God, sequence man, is so a stressful. fucking gut punch. It really. Uh, that, that, it we makes you we feel haven't all watched a whole lot of movies, but that's one of them that we. That one they say it's the most time. accurate World oh War One thing man. ever because it's just absolutely brutal. And the whole thing is brutal. It's just yeah. so. Sad. I didn't know it was set in World War One when I started watching. It's like how are they going to like make these guys not look so bad because they're all Nazis? And then I was like, oh okay, okay, okay yeah, they weren't no Nazis. <laughs> they were actually kid. They were actually Jewish kids fighting. Yeah, you know, you know, that's another thing that'll that'll make you fucking crazy is that there are World War One German Jewish war heroes, yeah. and they sent them to the concentration camps too. Isn't it? Um, Did you see where uh, Canada honored the the Nazi? Because <laughs> he's what? from Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukraine. They honored Nazi. a Nazi SS officer. Which was I'm like, Ukraine. who the fuck didn't? Like, I'm telling you, people knew. don't know shit. I mean, they just they don't even take Man. time. We're in a really that's that goes back to the South Park thing for a second. There was a the subplot is. Is that it's called a B plot? B plot. Right? <laughs> Get your nobody shit knows. That, nobody knows how to do anything, right? Like something. fix things with their hands. Yeah. So Randy's mad, and he's going to teach the kids how to do it. I love he's a good. Like, I want you. I want oh. you to come down here. We're going to fix this. The door to this oven. He's like, here's what you do. You figure out this door's not messed up, right? Apparently something's messed up. So here's what you do. You take out your phone and you call the handyman. <laughs> 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 and then the handyman get really fucking like rich and they're like typical handyman one of them's wearing an omelet shot t-shirt <laughs> and a fucking USA ad he's got no teeth he's it's fucking hilarious yeah, dude I gotta watch it. it's we, so we're good watch it tonight. So I love the fact that all the fucking like hard lefty media is trying to stop him and kill him and write bad articles and people are like you're out of your fucking mind yeah, you're never gonna I mean, come on come on the That's- best social commentary like and it's a cartoon they get it. They nail it every single time. Too. It's so good. No, people were like really uh, tiptoeing around because, you know, it's a Ukrainian and we can't oh, yeah, talk yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. But it was almost like people were like, for oh, but, you know, Nazis didn't know. No, this guy knew. Like, <laughs> he signed up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was insane. I was watching a documentary last night. I've been into this lately. This might be the one I picked. This, uh, World War II might be the war I pick. I'm at the age where I pick a war and I get really into yeah, it. I just pick one. Yeah, I've been there. I picked four. Do it. <laughs> I'm a, you know, I can move on. Maybe this is a, just a summer romance here sure. between me and World War II. <laughs> I'm thinking about picking Vietnam, but I'm not quite old enough yet. Uh, to that's, no, a, that's, that's a messy one. That's man. the one I never got to in school. There's so no, I don't know a lot. There's no good in evil. That war. It's not even it's officially shit. a war. It's a conflict, right? Because yeah. we didn't win. We don't call it, it is war a, unless we win. Don't ever, ever put your interest into a war of ideology. Don't do that. <laughs> Amen, sister. But I, I watched a uh, documentary, a part of a documentary, so I don't have all the information. But please tell us everything. <laughs> but um, like the death officers, no, I guess they're not the SS. The SS were like the almost. You're talking yeah, about the, the um, Eitzen Gruppen. Yeah, well, they a um, bunch of older dudes, like in their 40s and 50s, 30s, 40s and 50s. 
that were still able-bodied, like still good shape and everything. Mm-hmm. So they could get called to go to war. They're like, well, it'd just be easier just to join like the, there's like, they're recruiting like a police force. You can mm-hmm. volunteer for that. The Gestapo as well. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, they ship them over to uh, Poland and then they line everybody up. They got them, they trained them and everything and got them in even better shape. Lined everybody up and told them what they'd be doing, which was going around and executing Jews. And they said, and the guy delivering the message was crying. He he did not, because no, not everybody was on board. No, no, with, they were. Just, we had that discussion. Yeah, was, you know, yeah, with the whole Nazi thing, they weren't. Not everybody was totally into it. No. And they said anybody that doesn't want this assignment is free to leave right now. And one guy left immediately, and then after like a few seconds. Another, then another, then like 12 guys all ran off. And uh, I don't know what they ended up doing with them. They said there would be no punishment, and there wasn't. There was never even hmm. any an implication of any punishment, even if you decided to do it and then decided you didn't want to do it anymore. Right. But everybody kept doing it, just going around executing Jews and throwing them into pits. Yeah. <laughs> everybody kept doing it. See, the crazy part about the difference between World War One and World War Two is that World War One is so awful because of just the nature of it. Yeah. I mean, you're in one place, you're standing in one place. No ground is they gained. gained like yeah. three hundred feet. That's it. Yeah. yeah. No man's it. land. You get you can stick your finger up, get your finger shot off immediately. Yeah. It's a storm of steel. That. And then they would do the thing where they'd be like, All right, five, four, three, your turn, go up the fucking thing and just get shot. That happened in all quiet in the Western Front yeah. like, immediately. I like that they introduced the character and made you care about him first. Yeah. And then they showed his uniform being shipped back through and patched up and the blood washed out of it and given to somebody else. God damn dude. Fucking crazy. Fucking and all heavy. those kids, the recruit scene where all those kids were just super psyched to get to join. Yeah, the, they were going to go fight and, and show the fucking Russians what was up. And then they get um, sent to the trench. And it's that is a crazy movie. Yeah, and that's a war I studied. Like, And so deciding which war is worse is not that difficult. When it comes to the actual fighting, I do think the World War One was worse, even though the body count was much less. It's the fact that the fucking, it's, it's the the uh, const- what do you call it, the 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 uh, conscripted men. No, 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 I'm talking about what, how they killed the Jews, just in a very efficient, yeah. mechanized manner. You know what I mean? It's, just it's like it's like people. It's like a China factory making death, um, death, yeah, and um, all the awful things. Um, there's actually a movie coming out. I'm I'm so excited to see this movie, but it's really going to disturb me. There's a movie coming out. I can't remember who's directing it. Shows one of the one of the officers and his family conducting a traditional German life, which is beautiful outside of a concentration camp. And in the fucking background, you can hear the screams and the fuck and all that shit going on, and the guns being shot and all that stuff. They they juxtapose that for the entire fucking movie. And it just and it basically what this it's a new, it's a movie coming out I can't remember what it's called Good and it's Lord. and it just basically exposes the banality of evil. See, it's not the truly wringing you know wringing their hands, twirling their mustache people have to worry about. It's the assholes who we all know who shrug their shoulders and don't give a fuck. Yeah. Those are the people. That's what happened in Germany. Well, it just feels like you know. right now we're at that the moment where something small like a Franz Ferdinand situation, like it. Something that hurt the hospital getting hit. No one can verify who fucking did it. Right. Well, it just feels like something. And it like also that's turns about, out it was just the parking lot of the hospital, not the yeah. actual hospital. But still, still like fifty people. We died. don't know. That's the pr- and they they aren't letting press in. 
it's it's a goddamn mess. But I'm going to tell you this. If you're talking about something that's going to be the tipping point, I know you guys are going to roll your eyes at this, whatever. If Donald Trump gets reelected, it's going to be bad. Because you can't have somebody that incompetent with incompetent people around him, yes man, doing things, holding holding power at yes. such at such a fucking critical moment. Biden, Biden may be now. a piece of shit, but right he at least is a steady hand on the tiller. I just I'm worried he's going to die. They let those fucking That's actually hostages out, and they're like because they're old ladies. I'm like they're the fucking same age as our president right now, right. guys. What right. the fuck are we doing? Okay, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, you guys. I'm having a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is supposed to be a Halloween show. Yeah, yeah. Halloween show, yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean scary, scary. I meant yeah. scary movie scary. Yeah. So let's discuss that for a second. <laughs> let's talk about something fun. Okay. I, as you know, am a massive Tom Atkins fan. Tom Atkins from the world famous Chalice. movie. Halloween, Halloween, 3. Halloween 3. Season of the Witch. Yes. It must be the season <laughs> of the witch. <laughs> I showed Dutch. I forgot to show you this. There's a Dr. Chow's action figure oh, with no action shit. beer. You know, with action beer. <laughs> yeah, he can hold a beer in his hand. Is this real? Yes, that's awesome. Uh, pull that up. I sent it to you in Messenger. So then I was watching Night of the Creeps, which he was also in. Right? Okay. He plays a hard bitten cop who has a bunch of quips. The one of the best ones being, uh, he's smoking a cigarette. He's got the cigarette in his mouth. So he's talking like this. He's like, I got good news and bad news, girls. The good news is your dates are here. Yeah, what's the bad news? They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's awesome. so great. So Dude, cool. I'm going to get that and put it out for fucking Halloween next year. <laughs> so cool. And it's going to be who's the coolest person in the room that spots that? Dr. Chalice. <laughs> now we can be friends now. Yeah. Um, so then he's also in Creep Show at the beginning as this really shitty dad who hits his kid over him having a Creep Show magazine. So I thought there needs to be a Tom Atkins verse where he's like, <laughs> That's awesome. Where all the stories are interconnected. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um No, none of the creeps was it's by the same guy, Fred Decker, who also directed Monster Squad, which is oh, which is a very Wolfman good movie. Yeah, it's a good have you seen that documentary? Not in a long time, probably. The three kids, the little girl. The Rudy, the leather jacket kid, and the main kid, Andre Gower, go to all these fucking. It's a massive. It's it's a cult. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a cult movie. You know what I mean? So they get all these screenings. They show up, and people are so fucking razzed. The crazy thing about it is, is that Phoebe, as as a little girl, now has a baby of her own, and took the baby with her, and they're going to so. I mean, it's lovely. I cried. I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. The fat kid got he died very young. God damn. Um. And a lot of the others weren't in it, like um, which I was surprised about. They, but this one guy is a is a film is a film teacher, and he, he teaches Monster Squad in his class and why it's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is the way movies used to be made. He's like, you have a story. He's like, might, might be goofy or whatever, but the characters are all built, and everybody's you know. in, right? And he there's said, no Ryan Reynolds no, winking at the camera. Yeah, this is a fucking gay movie, dude. <laughs> yeah, but he made, he's one of the only ones that can make that work. But. Um, and then just scary movies like Trick or Treat was so fucking good. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Like the movies I allow in to my canon are right. very few. You're very selective. I am. Like, it, And it's odd the way I pick them because they can be a scary movie, but I don't necessarily feel, feel they're a Halloween movie. Halloween 1, Halloween movie. Definitely. Ha- Halloween 2, not a Halloween not movie. A Halloween movie. Um, Halloween 3, Halloween definite movie. Halloween yes. movie. Friday the 13th part one Not a Halloween movie no. Part two is a Halloween it movie certainly is. Part three is a Halloween Rambo movie Rambo First Blood part two It's scary but it's not a Halloween movie Thank you um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Critters oh, ooh, ooh, is ooh. on the line. Predator? No, it's an action movie. Well, here's the thing. It starts out as an action movie. Then it turns in. To a horror movie. To a fucking slasher film. It does, but it's... It's so in its own space. It's its own not, genre. That it's not really a Halloween movie. Like, how uh, Trick or Treat fit right in there. It's four or five stories interconnected that are funny and scary. Yeah, I got to watch scary. It was very good. I, it's been a few years. And Anna Paquin is, hot. is young in it, and she's not in my wheelhouse at all, but I find her so fucking hot. It's if you want to see her naked quite a bit, watch True Blood. Uh, True Blood. God, I'll, I'll check that out. <laughs> Nearly um, every episode. <laughs> but she's great in it. Um and I'm, and I'm sitting there thinking, going down my my list of movies that are Halloween movies. I bought uh, Phantasm one and two, or more you two. Know it was good. What Never was the last year that was good? What? What I saw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the one with the pinhead? Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. Hellraiser. Yeah, you seen the new Hulu one? The, the new Hulu. It's fucking excellent. Good. It's excellent. Really? Yeah, they made her a gay, and then they made her a woman. Well, no, but it was still good. <laughs> the reason they did that, it's not because of. It's so terrifying. It's not. They didn't do. Make the hell priest to what Pinhead's actual name is. They didn't make her a woman because they wanted to, the the diversity thing. I found it to be scarier. It is, but that's the thing in the story. The original God, the story, of Hellbound Heart, which I read. Such a I read the Hellbound Heart in one day, um, and it's bad. I mean, it's good, but it's really disturbing because it has so many. It's not the horror aspects. It's more like the what it's human beings weird. are willing to do to each other. Okay. Like the the wife is an utter piece of trash. I mean, she is in the movie too, but in the book, she's even more so. She, her, the guy who's with her loves her, but she is so unhappy in her marriage that she hates him yeah. and is willing to destroy him. That's a piece of shit human being. So she gets what's coming to her. But the Cenobites in the original story are androgynous and they stink. That's another thing they talk about. There's hmm. stink of rotten flesh and their fucking uniforms are woven into their flesh and they have all the kind of it wouldn't be fun to be a cenobite. They have they wield immense and I think it's one thing that uh, that drove home and that they may have immense power but it's awful. God, I, it's I power you don't movies, want. Man. Because Gorn Vishnich plays the main one of the main villains and he has this thing where that fucking accordion thing is tightening him up and, and, and just puts him in eternal pain. So he fucking trades it in for another thing. Cause the box gives you different options. And then he d- gets the ultimate thing and it turns him like to a son or something. And it's alt. It's so painful, but he's powerful, but it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you have all this power, but you would trade, you would trade all that power for a person sleeping in a fucking cardboard box. Cause how awful their fucking yeah. existence is. And it goes on forever. So it was really good. I thought, you know, the main character, I didn't like her at all. She was extremely off-putting, but that's part of the. That, I yeah, think that was part of the point. She was unlikable. She's extremely unlikable. But they they did it so skillfully that that was the point. She was going through all this shit because she's a piece of shit. And they were trying to make her into a Cenobite, right? Well, she had opened the box and she chose the lament. You want to watch this tonight? No. She. Cho- <laughs> <laughs> you owe me a. <laughs> She chose the lament oh, configuration, which basically meant she just had to live with all the awful shit she'd done to people. No, no skill, no flesh searing punishment or anything like that. You just have to live with it. I thought that was brilliant. I'm like, that movie just nailed it right there. Yeah. And it is scary, man. The fucking Cenobites, when the fucking oh, room starts rearranging crazy. itself. That's one thing they couldn't do in the 1980s movies, which I love. Yeah. But they're so low. I've, I've only seen what. 
uh, I'm guessing the first or the, there's two. Right? There, well, there's the two worth watching are the first. Okay. Yeah, then you know how they did it. Hellraiser's gar three is garbage. I mean, it's just and then they recast Doug Bradley as as the Hell Priest and, and what, they called him Pinhead or whatever. But um, Hellraiser two is as good a movie as I've ever seen. I mean, it's because they had that fucking brain surgeon become the ultimate Cenobite. Okay, the that, only yeah, thing I didn't I like about it about. is that the other Cenobites didn't put up much of a fight. I thought it was gonna be this Titanic struggle between. Yeah, these, he just wipes them out. He wipes right? them out. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Pinhead out went out like a bitch. You yeah. think he'd be more of a challenge? Yeah. Pinhead, man. Yeah, really. <laughs> he should have those chains come out and they grab yeah, him and he just cut him off. I was just like, well, what else you gonna? What else you got up in your sleeve there, Johnny? Because that didn't work out too well. Um, Another good one I think you might like is All Hallows Eve. It is an anthology. That's what I love Halloween anthology. Like 25 minutes, maybe four per or five stories, per show. something like that. I'll check it out. It, it, has, it has Terrifier in it. That's oh, where okay. we, that's oh, okay. where we got I've Terrifier seen, I've from. I've seen All Hallows Eve then. And then there's Terrifier and Terrifier 2, which I are. I've seen Terrifier 2. Okay. I think you can get it for free on. Uh, Terrifier Amazon Prime. 1. It, it's so much fun. It's so. It's. A lot though, like yeah, where he cuts that. It's like the Baba Duke. No, the Baba Duke is man, really scary. That, that movie scared the shit out of me. Right. Like it's one of the few that's ever done that. that fucked to me. him up a little bit. Yeah, he's like, you want to watch it? I'm like, no way. <laughs> okay. it's, it's just an unsettling. You're a, sca- you're a scary movie, movie snu- uh, wimp. You can't she watch is. scary movies. Yes. Am, yes. Yes. I she have, won't watch I'll have nightmares for weeks. I can't. I won't sleep. Well, I forgot to tell you, speaking of that, <laughs> you know so how I good. do my, my tough guy thing, which isn't really a tough guy thing, but I fall asleep to, to horror movies and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't understand. I learned not to take sleep-hating things and fall asleep listening to Hellraiser. Oh, shit. It was awful. Like, I had the most awful nightmare. Pretty awesome. Memory. I was trapped in a flooded house with Cenobites that were scaring me with That's, chains, making, making yeah, me get in the water, and there were once. sharks circling around, uh, underneath me and kept grabbing me and pulling me back, and I couldn't Ugh. get out. I woke up in a cold sweat, freaked the fuck out. You know, I was like, that one's going off. That's not, I can listen to Aliens. I tell you, you know, I, I've had Bill Paxton saying it's game over 50 times. It's awesome. <laughs> I guess me and, me and Elena's been together for uh, 10 years, or married for 10 years, and I've had one nightmare. In that ten years, he doesn't. I get him all and, the time. Uh, and now, and, and it freaked me out. Yeah. It did freak me out. I was, remember the one I had in the apartment. Um, the three people hanging outside. Yes, that was really creepy. It was just I, I wake up. This is in my dream, and there's like a red hue to the room. <laughs> hue, hue. <laughs> and there's a dark figure to the left of me. Well, I get up. A black guy. <laughs> Oh Jesus! You gotta, can't sneak up on people. <laughs> and I get up and I walk to it, and then I wake up in my dream. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up and I sit up, and we're like, we're like I look at Lena's there, and, and this is still in the dream. Yes, you're in an Inception situation. Yes. Yeah, okay. And that would be scary. Yeah. And I see three bodies hanging off of our porch outside the window, and I don't remember exactly how it all went. But I remember, I remember walking over to it and uh, waking up again into another dream mm-hmm. and then waking up. Damn, you need somebody to give you a kick. But I never, yeah. But I, that's that the, that's the only. On, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, Leo. <laughs> the only dream I've ever had. Like, that, I mean, nightmare that I've had. In Are you playing the Inception music? No. Remember they did that on South Park? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's what you 
What you should have done is play that music over there in stream. I should have. <laughs> Go back and start it again. <laughs> no, I, don't, was, I don't remember it well enough. Up. It was um, a weird dream. No, but I'm the Halloween thing is so. This year, it's I, I, we had that Halloween party that one year. And I want to do it every year since, and I haven't been able to put it together because of just shits that's happened. Yeah. This year we've been doing so much stuff on the house. Next year it definitely is happening because the house is all We can done. just have a me and you time, and I'll come down and we can s- s- cuddle together on the couch and watch movies with a pumpkin blanket. Order some za. <laughs> some za. I'm telling you, man, that fucking basement is awesome when you're wanting to do shit. God. It really is. Um, but no, it's, I'm going to happen next year and decorate and do all of the fucking the whole thing. Um, and it's. It makes me kind of depressed because Halloween is my favorite time of year, and usually by October, I'm by the end of September, I'm fucking into it. I'm like, it's gonna be great, and I start watching, and I, and I keep the horror, I keep the scary movies away, mostly. I might turn one on every now and then, but I may, mostly don't watch them until it's Halloween time, and then I just first one I always watch Night Living Dead. First cool, the first cold night or cool night, turn on Night Living Dead. That sets the tone for Halloween. So, um. I just it's it's a thing for me. Yeah. I mean, I just it's Pretty the great. it's the best fucking holiday, man. And and I am next year I'm going to be get a get a shirt that just says Halloween 3 is a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's got oh, yeah. that pumpkin on it from the fucking like the the computer pumpkin. Um This basically turned into it was somewhat of a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Doing favorite things. Favorite things. I did have a Halloween punk song called The Ghost of, the Ghost of 1893. Favorite thing. What we got? Well, the season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this isn't Halloween, but we're on favorite thing. I beat Miles Morales. Did none of the side quests. Dang it. Because I just. I need to play Miles Morales. I didn't really want to. I mean, I love the game. Yeah. It's a really good game. Um, I like the conflict. I didn't like the villain quite as much. I mean, I thought she was good. But she's not a traditional Spider-Man villain, which... Well, Miles Morales is not Spider-Man. Thank you. Well, I think they do That's part of the Panderverse thing. No, they actually talk about that yeah. in the Panderverse. I like Miles like, you don't like Miles Morales? He's like, no, that's awesome. It's got a setup. It makes sense. <laughs> you know, they're basically shitting on stuff where they just insert something. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, Miles Morales is awesome. You know, yeah. it's just like, good. Yeah, because he is a great character. I don't like the Puerto Rican thing, but whatever. What are you going to do? He's just, I mean, I love the fact that it's snowing. I'm joking, by the way. Anyway. I know you. We all, They all know that. You seen oh, where yeah, the new that- game, <laughs> you seen where the new game, uh, dude, I can't wait. They had a, a Cuban flag hanging for the Puerto Rican flag. It was like a real fuck up. No, oh, really? That's a, real, yeah. that's a gigantic fuck up. Yeah. El, El Gigante. <laughs> hey, um, the, wrestler. the new game is my favorite thing. Have you played it? Yeah, I'm playing it. Is right it now. good? It's so good. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when it's our turn. I am a Spider Man geek. I grew up reading Spider Man comics. Um, it's hard to say who my favorite villain is, but one thing I can tell you is that Insomniac fucking nails it. They're good. They do their own thing. Yeah. They their own take. Like the lizard in the comic book is not that big, terrifying mon- monstrosity. He's he's about the size of a guy, but he wears a coat. It's, a, it's basically an alligator wearing a coat. Yeah, nobody's ever done lizard right. No. Well, Todd McFarlane did because he did a 
he he rebooted Spider-Man and it was great. And the lizard was the first guy he fought and it was brutal. Like he beat the shit out of Spider-Man and almost killed him. Because he's a really scary villain. I mean, you can't you can't really hurt him because reptiles are hard to hurt and he regenerates and all kinds of shit. He's a really awesome villain. I always liked Craven. I thought Craven was a cool fucking was a really cool villain. Um I don't know who else is in it. I know Venom's in it. I don't know who Venom is yet. I think it's Harry, but I'm not quite sure. I imagine sure. it's probably Peter. I would well, I don't th- know. the symbiote I won't, I won't spoil claims it. Peter. If it happens... See, uh, here's a little history for you. The, uh, <laughs> Ooh, hold on. Man, that's a, that's a catchphrase. <laughs> <for shit>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> hold on, he says. <laughs> Dead air. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to purchase it next week. But I did purchase another two more games. Oh, I purchased one as well. I purchased one right before I came, and I've been playing it all day. I can't wait to talk about it. I've talked about it before, but holy shit. So wait, wait for him to. There we go. Okay. No copyright. It's uh, worth it. All right. It's going to be worth it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Commercial. <laughs> Oh, historical music, no copyright for story time. <laughs> no, Spider Man got the uh, the symbiote suit in Secret Wars. He had gotten his suit shredded fighting the X Men, oddly enough. Um, and after they had put their differences aside and gotten on the same team, somebody said, "Well, I need a new suit." So he's like, "Well, hold this," and it's, bl- and it's a like a black globe, and it goes up his arm. Who gave it to him? I can't remember. Okay. Some, some some person on some alien planet. It was a throwaway thing that somebody took and made into something gotcha. awesome. The symbiote was arguably one of the best things that Marvel ever made. It's up there with Wolverine. By the way, there's a Wolverine fucking Easter egg in in Spider Man Two somewhere. Have you already seen it? Okay, I know it's in there because they're making the Wolverine yeah, game right now too. Be, Have I'm you seen that trailer? Excited, yes, it's going to be fucking I'm awesome. Good. And Zomniac kills it, man. Yeah, they um, fucking good, man. I, I love that studio because again, I can't wait to see how detailed the city is because it's unreal, de- unreal detailed in Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was I, like, I don't know how they're going to make it better, and then they did. One thing I didn't like is I don't know. I like Miles Morales a lot, but Peter is Spider Man. You know what I mean? And I felt like they tried to. I know it's his game. And he couldn't be involved because that's not fair. Because then he'd be saving the day, and Miles had to save the day himself, which was great. Which he actually didn't though. That girl saved him. You know, um, Finn, the girl saved him, and she was a. I liked her. She was a cool character, but like I said, not quite as great as another Spider-Man villain. Um, but then I don't know. That's felt just felt they shortchanged Peter a little bit. But anyway, um, I bought uh, Battle Chasers Night War again. I didn't buy it. I just it's on. PlayStation, yeah. I downloaded it. Such a gorgeous fucking game. It's very pretty. The game. graphics are so nice. Turn-based. A lot of people don't like turn-based. I do, because it's a little bit of a chess game. It, you have it to work it out. It depends on the South Park turn-based. Yes. Love it. Same principle. Yeah. Yeah. But but, uh, but fucking uh, Battle Chasers Night War is way prettier. It, it is gorgeous. I mean, that chunky, almost Warcraft, World of Warcraft style it has is just really great. Joe Madariera's art is something else. Then I bought, again, for $10... <laughs> Fucking everybody's gone to the rapture. That is one. Of, that is one of the best fucking video games because it is, it should be scary and eerie, and it is in a way. It takes place in a small English village. There's no people. You're just walking. It's a walking simulator essentially, and you'll see little beads of light, and, and then you like follow them. Then you turn your controller, and then two characters who are made out of light are discussing 
like the story between those two characters. Hmm. Well, you have to go around this town and 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 like pin and like gather knowledge on all these different characters and how they and their story arcs. One of them's a priest. He's not well liked by this one lady, and he's like the last one left. And then he's going to the altar and praying, and then he turns into things of light and goes away. And then the, and the other one's uh, the main scientist, his mom, and she's looking for him. And she's like gets tired and lays down, and you know just keep. I mean, it's sad. Some parts are so sad. Um, it and the music is beautiful, and it's just such. The graphics are getting to be a little bit dated, but it's still good enough that it's just really pretty. Yeah, it's an English village in summer with nobody in it. So it and in yeah, 1984 sure. is when it takes place. Hmm. So there's no bullshit cell phones, and all that stuff. You go into a little pub and you can look around. You know, there's like still glass sitting there and one ashtray still got a cigarette burning in it. Um, turns out the story is like there's this. I hesitate to call it a life form because you can't really tell if it's alive, but it basically it's got in through the to, through the telephone lines and is turns people into light and just beams them up with it. And at first you get a really bad headache, then you get a bad nosebleed, and then you just wow. essentially lay down and die, and then you just diffuse into light and go away. Well, it turns out the whole time, the last one, the last one is is the woman. It's a, it's a a man and woman scientists who are married, but they're having really troubles in their marriage. One of the side stories is he starts talking to his old girlfriend because he's from this village, and they profess their love to each other because of the the relationship with his wife is really contentious because as intelligent people can be, you know what I mean? It just doesn't work that well. Um, it's real. It's beautiful. It's fucking eerie in a good way. And it's relaxing. I'm just walking around like in this beautiful one, one part I love the best is there's a house with, with a uh, fucking beehives behind it. And you're just walking around. The bees are like flying around. You can hear them just birds singing. <laughs> well, not birds singing because all the birds have died, but everything else appears to be fine. Hmm. So, I love that game, man. It was a bargain at ten dollars. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I remember um, it. I, that and Soma are two of the games that really hit me hardest. Soma in a much less peaceful way. I don't know if I that is nerve wracking as shit. Yeah, when you're on a fucking underwater fucking station, especially one part when you have to essentially walk holding a fucking wire down to the Mar- Marianas Trench with giant anglerfish around you. Dude, them the fish with the light bulb on their head, right? <laughs> it's so fucking scary. It is. I've got. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. It's very funny though. I've got the most horrible case of thalassophobia ever. I can't fucking stand now, it. Now the soma question is for the listeners. Yeah, what is that? What is thalassophobia? Thalassophobia is fear of deep water and um, things in it. You know, like you know I got something. That as well, you know something. Well, everybody has it to a certain degree. That's left over from evolution. That's why we're scared of sharks. It's evolution, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's a great. That's a great fucking video. Oh, it's. <laughs> It's one of my favorite music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, is there a, a, a character chasing you in that game? There's a few. Yeah, chasing like Andy. there's Come ghosts. On. Like one of them they call Disco Ball Head. He's just this naked guy with like lights for a head. And you just, the fucking screen starts flickering yeah. and static. And you know he's around you. And the, and the controller starts to shake. And all of a sudden you turn around. There he is. Fuck. And you have to turn around like run. You got to run. See, and, I can't and, do that. Dude. And it's so fucking scary it's a great game game. because of the story i'm all about fucking story i don't care about multiplayer fuck you who cares um me too 
and this is one of the best stories because it ends with uh, ambiguity. Like, you do win, but you don't. But you don't. Because you're playing a character, and y- you think you're a person, and then it turns out you're a robot. So then you have to upload into another robot. Oh, and the, and one of the and one of the 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 little pip thing you're carrying around with you is a woman who used to be a person too, and she's telling you, well, there's a fifty fifty shot here. It could be you left in there, or you know, you can carry your consciousness over to this. Huh. So you manage to win that one, and then at the end, basically what's happened is man is it it doesn't really specify which is the best way to do something. Earth has become uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. So all these scientists are at the bottom of the ocean, and they're going to upload themselves into this program. This the drawback is you have to kill yourself because then your consciousness isn't split. So all these people are dead, pretty much, or they've been fused into computers because it's it's fucking crazy. But then at the end, you're getting ready to shoot this fucking uh, satellite into space. You've won. You're like yeah, and the whole thing is triumphant, and then you're still sitting there. And you're like, well, I was supposed to go. And she's like, I told you this could happen. It's 50-50. You know? And it turns out you have been transported because at the end of the game, you wake up and you walk out this like tunnel and it's this beautiful city out there. But you didn't. You know? So it's like... No and shit. he gets mad and smashes the fucking thing and then it just goes dark. He says, don't leave me in here alone in the dark by myself forever. And that's the end. And it was... Dude, Good it was... God. Because you're basically... You can't die. You're a machine. So you have to live in a derelict fucking water station at the bottom of the ocean forever. I could write something of that. Get him loose. He got to the surface. Now he's just trudging across an empty earth. That would be an awesome fucking yeah. story. But, um, you know. Yeah, that's. Uh, it was rough, man. But excellent. The graphics are dated. It's an older game. Yeah. But it's it's very good. And it's an independent game. But they both are. Mm. Um, I, I love the fucking moral ambiguity stuff and the you know I, i'm not a big uh, horror games are fun and nice and all that stuff but unless there's something really at stake i don't care yeah. so you know resident evil games are fun but nothing truly at stake you know ooh zombies great you know it's fun but you know, especially the remakes holy shit that police station is fucking scary especially I've never, I haven't played the especially when the fucking mr x is chasing you around the whole fucking place and you can hear him you know <laughs> he's thunder, thundering around on the upper levels slamming doors and shit and you know he's coming after you sometimes you open a door and be standing there <laughs> fuck oh. and you just have to turn around and start running no. <laughs> it's great no. um i don't need that stress in my life the short story is i'm going to finish it because it's such it's such an easy story to finish essentially I mean, it's all mapped out, and it's and it's not a it's not a full size massive novel. It's just going to be a well more of a novella probably, mm. you know, because it's going to grow. It's be about two hundred pages end up being, um, but then that can help me develop my fantasy world some and kick that off a little bit more. I can't wait to do that. Um, Boxing is doing real well. Um, I love being able to punch really fucking hard. Right. That's like one of the best feelings in the whole world. Um, I remember starting on the heavy bag. You know, you can hit a heavy bag pretty hard, but now I have to weight it down or I'll knock it across the room. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, with a good hook, it'll knock it over and shit like that. That's, you know, a, a fun feeling. But uh, actually being able to move. Anything he hits, he destroys. <laughs> I need to have Michael Pataki as my, <laughs> as my hype man. Um, 
No, but it's it's awesome. Like at the Punch Bob, you know, when you my favorite combo is uh, uppercut hook. Yeah, you know, it's awesome to be able to throw it real quick, bang bang, and just you know, no. There's something about we've discussed it before. When you're capable of violence and protecting yourself, you become a much nicer, happier, peaceful person. It's a weird dichotomy. Hmm. I'm not afraid of anything. Like no, no interaction with no person. And that's not because I know I can win every fight. That's just dumb. But I know that I've got a puncher's chance. So. You know, it's just a good feeling. Yeah. And I'm just way more secure and happier and uh, with mostly, you know, I mean, I'm always going to be me. I'm never going to get rid of all that shit. Yeah. But um, so I think that's, I'm thinking that that's pretty much it. Inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Tom, uh, she didn't get to see the Tom Chalice action figure was, was pretty great. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You don't get to see it now. Sorry. Oh, okay. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the character from Halloween Three, the Doctor. Did you watch that with me? No. Oh fuck! <clears throat> fuck it's not a scary you, movie. It's a um, fun fucking. No, movie. it isn't. No, um, it is fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's goofy as shit. Yeah, I mean, it's like what makes it so good. I just hate the people shit that on it. Talk shit about it. Yeah, like I hate it because there's no Michael Myers in it. I'm like oh, it's overrated, man. It's a fucking slasher flick. Yeah. Who cares? There's only so many ways you can fucking do that. So. Well, see, wasn't Halloween originally going to be like well, anthology? It's anthology, yeah. It, the, but Halloween 3 ruined it because nobody wanted to go see it. They were like, oh, no, Michael Myers. Like, yeah, yeah. we well, tried to tell you that, you know. Oh, shit. Um, I like the fact, though, that a lot of people from the other Halloween movies, and they were going to do this with the other ones I know, were in Halloween 3. Like the the girl who was Laurie Strode's friend with the great big tits, she's yeah. in it. She plays Don Chalice's wife. Yes. Hmm. Um and Jamie Lee Curtis plays a voice on the loudspeaker in fucking Santa San oh, Mira. No there's the, a trailer for Halloween. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really. So that's awesome is that Halloween is acting as a fictional movie in Halloween, Halloween 3's movie. universe. Yeah. I wish they would do that with each one of them. If they had done that properly, it would have been awesome. Yeah. Then you have Halloween 3 playing in the background of another Hall- the newest Halloween movie, and you just keep that rolling. Yeah. Then you get the debate going. What is the real one? Yeah. Like, eh, it's up to open to interpretation. So that's it. You want to talk Spider-Man? I'll let you talk Spider-Man. 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 Attorney at law. <laughs> oh, with the webs already. It's so good. I know. I can't fork out 70 bucks, though. I decided to treat myself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> Mimosas. It's so good. Um, I don't want to spoil the main story. I don't care. But Sandman is the opening... <gasps> Yes, dude, it is. It was, I love the opening, like the training deal, teaching how to play, is the best I've it's ever seen. It's a movie. Seen. It's a fucking movie, is what it they is. They just throw everything. I just at love you. again that fucking company. They just do it right. Yeah. You know, it's they it, should make them let them make the movies. It's like DC's fucking animated team. Yeah, it's step out of the way and let the professionals do the fucking job. Oh, you've never made a superhero movie before, but you've made one movie. Great. Yeah. You're a woman. Okay, you can make it. <laughs> and you're gay. Um, <laughs> make her gay. <laughs> he keeps on saying it. Make her a woman. Make her gay. <laughs> I need to watch this. <laughs> I know. No, Spider-Man's amazing. Um, I, I, The first one was so good. Yes, it was. It was so good. And I enjoyed Miles' story. It wasn't as good as Spider-Man. I'm not going to pretend like it was. It was fine. It yeah. was supposed to be. It was mm-hmm. supposed to give him a little more... 
development because he is a, a character in this game. And, and what's amazing is you can switch like in uh, GTA, GTA five where you can switch between the characters. Mm-hmm. You can do that in this awesome. at any point. I like that. Cause um, Miles powers are cool. His powers are awesome. Yeah. Um, the, there, I will spoil, this isn't like a big spoiler, but there's one like little, it's not a side quest. It is a main, a main story, but, um, Craven's actually, he's hunting villains. He yeah. wants to, that's not really a spoiler. And one of them on his list is, uh, black cat or whatever mm-hmm. her name is. And, um, they alluded in the first game that Peter and her were kind of dated when him and MJ that's were That's DLC, in it? Yes. I didn't play that I played that all one. of them. They're good. So you go and you're trying to help her get out of town. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, try to, cause they're, they're actually trying to save the villains like okay. from Craven. And, um, this fucking level, man, you're, you're literally going through, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Dr. Strange, like the portal. She has yeah. a, she Dr. Has, Strange is in it. No, no, she has like a, a wand or something that wields the same the powers. Okay. And she, she can't get further than a few feet, but like you're literally swinging through and you're moving like below level. It, it all happens. Dude, you're so going fast. through portals. It's taking you to like. There's a part where you're like in Antarctica. Yes, and these are fully loaded. And there's screens. no loads. That it, it all nuts, happens. Man. And it was the coolest level I've ever played in a video game. It it was better than the opening. And Don't Sandman was amazing. Yeah. Um, and his story is so sad because it is. It you know it, it's, it's he's always been sad. Yeah. And um. But yeah, just the the processing for this game, the the uh, quick travel, it happens like this. I mean, it's it's, it's amazing, yeah. How what they can do, and so you have the main uh, New York map that you had before. It's way more detailed. Um, we did watch a video that showed like side by side stuff, and he he pointed out a few things. I can't tell. Like I'm not that like big. Well, on like it. in the uh, the Spider Man uh, remaster for the PS5. Like in the original Spider-Man remaster, like pop cans, you could read the ingredients on mm-hmm. it. Well, in this one, you can't read the I don't ingredients give a shit. on it. You can see your reflection on the windows, though. But there's so actually, much other stuff that makes up for the little things. It right doesn't now. feel like you. Lo- it it only feels bigger and, yeah. and better. Um, but you also have Brooklyn and um, Queens, Queens, like that whole other side. So and you you have the bat wings, so like yeah, it gives you the ability commercial. to fly through pretty mm-hmm. quick, which makes it just, it's just fucking fun. You can find these little like wind tunnels and get through it really fast. Um, I've only used the fast travel a few times because it's just fun to swing around. Have you gotten the venom suit yet? I did, and I don't want to tell you how they did it because the way they did yeah, it was so me. good. Right, the, the story's me. perfect because I was like, I don't know how they're going to do this without like it being a bummer, and it was it was done perfectly. See. Here's something oddly that I'm going to say, and it is a criticism. I don't know if I like that there's magic in it. There was no magic in the other games. You know what I mean? Like yeah, to me, no, it was it, it was awesome because it was all tech. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I You're know, right. it's, yeah, I get it. I'm sure once I see it, it'll change my mind. Well, I'm even sure Miles, because you're playing as Miles during this, and um, as long as they acknowledge it, they, he's like, like magic. Um, magic's real. <laughs> Uh, there's um, these- that just happened. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Let's get a plan B. There's a uh, little spider bots that show up and they're glitching. And yeah. I think you're going to have Gwen Stacy in the third one. I think they're going to, they're very hard alluding to like multiverse. Here's a question. Since you're so 
a, you're you're a Spider Man nerd now. Yeah. Have you watched the Spider Verse movies? I haven't watched the second one. Holy fucking I know. shit! I really want to watch it. That Peter Parker from the game is in it. Really? He's in the Cross the Spider Verse. Oh, I love that. All oh. kinds of shit. Uh, fuck it. Yeah, uh, what's the Glover kid? The Donald Donald Glover is in a Prower suit in a fucking cage. It's actually Donald Glover. <laughs> Like a real Donald Glover in a Prower suit. Like, man, Miles, you got to get me the fuck out of here. You know, it's like that movie. I mean, I, I mean, I know we're going down a path here, and you're, but I'm just telling you, that movie like restored my faith in comic book franchises because it made it did not make one fucking mistake. So, no, it's the first one was so good. They're actually touring right now. They're coming to the Clay Center, I think. They're doing like music from the movie. Oh, oh it's great. It's like a live thing, and I thought that would be really Spider Punk is in the fucking <laughs> Cross the Spider first movie, and he's awesome. Like, I need to watch. Yeah, well, we, it's I funny forgot about it. You, um, that might, I don't know, we're going to watch. We're like babyless tonight, so we're like, what are we going to watch? <laughs> Um, well, we can't watch court cam. That's <laughs> yeah. what we always watch. We watch a lot of court cam. <laughs> so we are a court shit. cam family. Is, it, is that a sitcom or no, your no. actual court cam? Yeah. yeah it's like great. shit that happens in court. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. Um, no, if you have a chance, and I think you can rent it now, rent across the spider verse. I think we can. You won't. Maybe. It's long. Yeah. It's really long. And I, I, I'm trying to say this without, I know story. So I know when something's getting ready to be sprung on me, the ending of it grabbed me completely. Rest of I was okay. like, Oh shit. Okay. Like, it was, it was that good. Okay. <sighs> okay. I'm going to watch. Yeah. I know. We might as well watch it. Um, Spider-Man's amazing. It's, it's so good. It's, I mean, I, I had full faith. I wasn't mm-hmm. scared. That's why I was like, here's take my money. Right. Um, it's, I cannot it's so wait. To see what they're going to do with Wolverine, because they're saying that, that is going to be an R-rated game. They're going to make him gay. And they're going to make him a woman. <laughs> no, they don't do that shit. This I company might, knows what they're doing. They like. might do it. Wolverine. Wolverine. They did make Wolverine a girl in the comics. Hmm. Daphne Keene's character from Logan became Wolverine. They killed off Wolverine. People were not happy. Yeah, they were like, "No, we're not doing this." <laughs> yeah. So, this um, is funny. This ain't yeah. cool. Um, what else? We bought a new car. Yeah, we bought a new car. Did you uh, trade in? No. Uh, you have three cars now? No, we're so rich. <laughs> I got a truck. Uh, yeah, we got we got uh, the Mitsu, which I drive to work every day. The now. Mitsu. And uh, Mitsu. the beach. Ford Edge, man. That's a, a nice Ford ride. Edge. We bought it used from Stevens, pre owned, everybody. Mm. Yes. They were wonderful. <laughs> I'm serious. They were wonderful. Bought it used. But it's, it's a very nice ride. I, I thought like you guys were going to join the uh, the cross track family. Uh, for a well, little bit. we looked. I, we looked. Um, it was just hard to find a used one with like decent mileage that wasn't out of our price range. Well, I mean, Subaru's reef sale is fucking unreal. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. So, it's like, I would love to eventually get a Subaru just for that reason because mm. I know they it's last an forever. Investment, yeah. Pretty much, it's an investment for a while. Yeah. But man, this car. Yeah, it makes Girl, me feel like a real Tina. bad. It, yep, her name's it's Tina. A- she. Uh, <laughs> She wants to fucking go, man. <laughs> she does. She's, she's got, got some, some ass. She's got some ass. And, uh, she's got some, some dunks on there. She does. She's, she's thick. And she wants to go. You might thick call with her, two C's. You might call her a Hoffs. Um, <laughs> huh. No, she's not so a Hoffs. She's lovely. We're horsing it now? <laughs> we're, we're letting us call Didn't women I? Hosses again? 
I think I sent something to Elena you not did. long ago. What what was that? I it was care. fucking I was hilarious. Like, Fuck you. I don't hold on. I'll find it. But anyways, our car is wonderful. I love it. It was it was funny because it was Haas was involved and she Because I, I drove the Mitsu today and I was like, God, I'm so spoiled. This thing's not as good. And the Ford Ford ride's nice. It's really nice. It has oh. like the moonroof. Yeah. It we're rich, so whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um what else have we? You uh, bought a game, yeah. So I, I went and collected some old video, video games. What'd you get? Took them to the GameStop, and uh, the $7. guy gave me, well, the guy gave yeah. me like his. Like, I feel bad for the GameStop manager now. deal there. Mm. Yeah, so I, I got him up. You guys should go and support this dude. Yeah, well, I'll well, tell you. I which love GameStop the store, but it's just not going. It's just not going to. Yeah, last. we don't want to get him in trouble, right? But uh, I got a really good deal for what I traded in. Is I bought uh, Mario Wonder, Super Mario. I heard Wonder. it's great, dude. It. It is the f- the fifth Mario. It, you got Mario, or Super Mario Brothers. You got um, Super Mario Two. You got Super Mario Three. You got Super Mario World, and then this one. I Galaxy mean, Galaxy's not in there. Uh, no, and then Galaxy. Oh no, 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 no. You don't like Galaxy? I, I'm talking about the it's 2D not. It's not a favorite. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It is like uh, it is 100 percent the sequel to Super Mario World. Yeah. I mean. You, there's no Yoshi's you ride. You can play as Yoshi. You you play as a whole array of characters. Nice. But uh Are you dude, being paid to say this? <laughs> I absolutely love this. It's like Rick games. on that fucking episode. Hold of on. Here we go. Rick and Morty. We can buy those babies for a hundred dollars. <laughs> Come on, hurry, hurry. <laughs> it's Hendo, send me free shit. <laughs> it but, it's such a weird game. Like the characters and stuff are weird. Is Donkey Kong the character? Oh, no. But it's fucking pretty. That is beautiful. Absolutely uh, beautiful. Oh, yeah. And then in every level, you come across this star or this flower. Are those pandas? And you tr- no, no, they're those. Do you remember the rhinos? And oh, the, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you come across a flower in every level and you trip out. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're, you take a psychedelic yeah. on this game? So, something like absolutely off the wall happens. Once in every oh level. my god, <laughs> Dude, Nintendo, you are killing it! Oh my god, it's. I like how the fucking characters are in the camera. They're blurry because they're too close. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like watch. He's an elephant now. Elephant yeah, Mario. You know, oh, that's old. <laughs> Dude, it's there's I the switch find, is so let me, let me such a wonderful little system. Let me show you. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Let me find it real quick. Did you did you play the new Zelda? Correct. No, it's too much for me. You won't do it. I tried. Did you you beat the last one? Didn't you? No, I never played the last one because it is just it's not it doesn't feel like Zelda to me. It's one of the best video games ever made. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them! I, I don't, I don't I'll, know. I'll pick up Ocarina of Time and do my thing. Have I you just, seen the Unreal Engine uh, remake of the Ocarina of Time on YouTube? Yes. Yeah, oh, dude. Uh, uh, Jet he shared a uh, a VR video of a first person uh, Ocarina of Time. You know the the first level. Yeah. And you know in the tree and in in the where he lives. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. Yeah. Like, it's, I actually had it on uh, the Oculus. Mm. I found it and downloaded it onto the Oculus. You can actually play it? Yes. You just walk just around. The fir- just the first level? Yeah. And you just walk around. You don't play it. I have some devastating news. You just news. walk around looking. 
Richard Mull, who played Bull, the bailiff on Night Court, mm. has tragically passed away at the age of 80. Oh. I liked Bull. Rest in power, Bull. Oogie. Let me, uh, I love let's see if I can't find this level real quick. The episode of 30 Rock really brought all the characters in and did like... From Night Court. Yeah. Try the new four court Melissa Rauch is in the season. new Night Court. I don't... I, I hate, love her. I hate that they're remaking. But... This is me off. Stop it. She plays uh, Harry's daughter. And she inherited her dad's courtroom, which is a thing that happens. Check us... <laughs> check us <laughs> level out. <laughs> well, we're getting close. Yes. Here we yeah, <laughs> what? So cute. <laughs> Karen's like fucking watch this. <laughs> this is just so odd. It is so weird, and I I was questioning if I liked it, if I would like it or not. And uh, the guy the guy at the store, he's like, no, if you like Super Mario Land, you're gonna love this. Super Mario Land, you're gonna love this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just so awful. It reminds me of a 1920s cartoon. Right? Like yeah. Cuphead or some shit. Yeah, but it's a lot of fucking fun. I, I I'm really it. enjoying it. Oh, dang it, I lost it. Hold on. And, it, and I love Mario because you could pick it up, play 15 minutes, put it down. Yeah. It's... So, out of nowhere, I get, let's use it in a sentence. You know that girl, Alexandra, the one that helped you move the fridge up the old elevator shaft? She was quite a beefy gal, a real hoss. (laughs) And I responded, I hate you. (laughs) Just out of nowhere. This is what Uh, I fucking get. I can't remember what it was even about. God. I don't... It, it made sense this. in context. Okay. It was funny as shit. Just since this, I'm like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> hoss. No, Tina's not a hoss. She's great. <laughs> and we love um, our rod. She's nice. Um, what else have we done? I don't know. Your brother got married. Yeah, my brother got How married. How was that? Gay. Going, going to Tennessee. It was fine. Tennessee. It was, it was packed. Like, it was where, whatever the name of the little freaking place we were at what's the name of it knoxville yeah but the little you know outside of knoxville whatever it's called that's coming here oh like gatlinburg yeah it was really busy it is i'm sure you guys have noticed fayetteville is an absolute fucking madhouse now i mean it's crazy like i can't i don't even take the way home like i normally do because of the sandwich shop oh aaron is it that busy it's really busy (laughs) it's so busy but i've heard you can get in relatively fast like and he's not doing music this time no. I don't think so, but and they're not doing to go orders right now. It's really annoying. I'm like, I have a kid, man. It's hard. Yeah. Um. Aaron went to Bridge Day. We went to. I, oh yeah. So shit. I volunteered for Bridge Day through work. So you get like a we get a fancy media badge and get. Yeah, a, we got a media and a staff badge. A staff badge, so we can yeah. do whatever the fuck we yeah, want. It's pretty, it pretty cool. And you were some vips. Yeah. Yes. So I took him down. People to, were asking me questions about moving cones and stuff. And he, <laughs> Confidently answered. Yeah. I was like, just fucking act like you know what you're doing. And he did it. And I'm really awesome. proud of him. Good good for you. Um so we were under the bridge for the first jumpers at Fate Station. It was awesome. It's the only way. What'd you go. say you drew some blood? Huh? Drew some blood under the bridge. 
Oh, oh never mind. Gotcha. No, got <laughs> you no dude, we were, we, were, we, were laying, we were laying on rocks watching them jump off. Just right over top of us. It was <sighs> fucking thank cool, you. man. It was thank you. so much better than being on the goddamn bridge. Aaron didn't, I didn't make him go on the bridge. We walked up to it and I was like, you don't have to we, do it. We he went, was like, <laughs> like oh we went God. and got on the little bridge and I walked on, the, but I, I start looking at the cracks, man. I start falling I don't, apart. I don't blame you. It's, and I'm like, that fall's not going to kill me, but I, was like, I don't know what it is. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Reinforce those fears. He, uh, he made it. I'm really proud of him. Yeah. It was, it was fun. I had a good time. We had a good time. I yeah. had a panic attack going to the place. Yeah, he he was. As in, I was physically. Di- it was the worst attack I've ever had. Really? Like, yeah. Those are bad. awful. It was. It was I I was scared. I. And, and I felt bad because I, I genuinely I thought he would be okay down there. You need I to have idea. something for that when that happens. Well, that's the. You need to talk to your doctor. That way, that one right there is the worst I've ever had. I mean, I mean but those I, can be. I was dizzy. I couldn't. Walk. I right. mean, it was rough. It was bad. But once I got settled down, uh, you know, I think if you like a point five lorazepam, oh, get you right through it. It doesn't make you high either. Well, it just really they, just they put, it I just turns the volume they, down. You know, hmm. a, a full one like a a one point oh will put you to sleep. Point yeah. five, I'll take those and you know. Yeah, I probably do need to talk, but I, <laughs> they put me on something one time and I didn't like the way it made me feel. <laughs> Well, which one they put you on? I don't remember. It was a time release. That's old. Uh, that's bullshit. Xanax sucks. Xanax makes you feel like dog shit. Xanax. Um, Ativan just makes you feel. Was it Ativan? Calm. No. It just really, like, whenever I've had a like major four alarm fucking panic attack, usually after I've eaten an edible and eaten a little bit too much. <laughs> that's happened a few times. <laughs> I get on the phone, mom. You got to bring me out of it. I have uh, overplayed my hand. <laughs> I'll just be laying in the bath, hot bath. Like. That's hilarious. <laughs> we went to uh, Taste of Bridge Day the night before. It what? was. It was. It would have been fun. The weather sucked. We took Emma. Um, was it raining that day? It rained. Yeah, yeah. and so it, it was just cold. it was cold and it sucked and the the. If you go, we bought too much, too yeah. many uh, tickets. They get funnel cakes? No. This right here is like just the restaurants from the area, oh. and they make make a, a small menu. Yeah. And you buy it, with, purchase it with tickets. But I'm asking, were there any funnel cake trucks or anything? At Bridgedale. At Bridgedale. Oh, okay, gotcha. This yeah. was the night before. They do it over at um, Adventures on the Gorge. Oh, okay. And you go and you like taste all of the different restaurants. I didn't know bread pudding was a real big deal around here, but it is. And I was like, I mean, I guess now that I say it, I... Anywhere there's a concentration of white people. (laughs) (laughs) It's our version of flan. I mean, I like bread pudding, but it was everywhere. But I did, we did have like a banana bread pudding and it was so good. It was very good. Mm. Let me ask you this. Do you think Bridge Day is going to start to become now that we've got the the national park going to start to become insufferable. Has it has it started that already? I mean, I've heard it has. Like the amount of people in Golly Bridge and and, and Glen Ferris on Bridge Day would blow your fucking mind this mm-hmm. year. Glen Ferris in, you could not fit another fucking car in their parking lot. Yeah, they were getting mobbed. But it was it was like that before. I remember us driving through trying to get a room, and they were booked. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I. I think with Bridge Day, there's only so much space. Like I, I think in a way it can only get so big. It limits big. itself by being. Now I think the vendors have gotten 
way better. Right. Because when I was younger, it was just, you know. I don't know, man. Snow I mean, that's I, lo- I, love. Loved, I loved the vendors when I was young. And now uh, it's they, different. They had like uh, uh, games and stuff when we were kids. Yeah, slot right. car racing and stuff. Yeah. They don't have anything like that anymore. It's just all, food. it's all, yeah, food and, you know. Trinkets. Trinkets. Hey, I made a glittery cup. You want to buy it? <laughs> Everyone makes Fuck clubs. you. Yeah. Um, no, it is. We didn't make it to the other side of the bridge. I know it's expanding a bit more on the north side, and I think that'll be good for that. I'm not saying that all glittery cups suck, but there's just a lot of glittery cups. There's so that's many glittery odd, cups. That's an odd thing to try to lead to defend. It's like you said a racial slur. You're trying like, to listen. I like a good glittery cup. Oh my god. There's somebody I know, and I like. I just some, want you to know that some of my that best that friends are glittery, glittery cups. cups. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, uh, there's somebody I know and like. A lot it makes glittery cups on the side. Oh. Is she That's also good. a photographer and does no, she does them well. The market's a bit saturated. Um, there, I mean, there, the vendors have gotten better. The I don't know, I don't know if it's gonna get worse, it probably might, but I do. I mean, of course, we work with the people who put it on. They're, I felt like it went better this past year than the year before. There was um, some fuck ups in the morning that I heard about, but we weren't part of that. Um, I don't know. I just I think you're kind of limited on space, and it's such a short amount of time too. Like, right. But man, we went to uh, the Pumpkin Festival down in uh, Milton, yeah, yeah. and it was so packed. Yeah, I had no amazing. idea it was that big, and they felt equally as packed as Bridge Day to mm. me. A lot of people. Especially like from up there, have always hated Bridge Day, and nothing you ever do will make them like Bridge Day. Oh well, sure. So like, it's like, it's like uh, I've heard people around refer to the um, all the uh, vacation apparatus, like the tourism apparatus, as quote unquote the enemy. Like what? And I'm, fuck you, you know. I think there's a balance, right? Like I, I hate that it's hard to find relatively inexpensive housing and but it's happening everywhere this isn't central to us it's happening everywhere right but it is becoming a problem um but you guys are sitting pretty yeah you I mean, really are wood. but like there's a lot of people that you know you the salaries and stuff that people make around here can't afford what a starter home is around here gentrification yeah, unless you yeah. live further out like mm-hmm. in the golly bridge and i think that could be great for golly bridge if they would just embrace it they're not going to. Um, it's gonna, I don't know. I'd, it's going to take a, a reshuffle of uh, of personnel for that. Type for of, sure. Yeah. I don't know. It it does suck because like the traffic is getting bad. Parking in Fayetteville has never been great. But you got idiots who want to park like right on the like right next to Cathedral. I'm like just fucking. It's it's so small, dude. Just fucking walk. Like what are we doing? They need a central parking lot. They that needs trying. to be that needs to be done. Yeah. Like once they get that done, and then that will ha- actually help make things grow as well because things are going to have to be around that to yeah. cater to those people. Yeah. See, Fayetteville, I'm all for this thing, but I to a degree. But then when I think about it, I'm like, we're losing a lot of our serenity and anonymity. I mean, I'll drive up there on a fucking Wednesday to get something, and it's fucking bumper to bumper sometimes. Like it's busy. It's like what the fuck, man? I mean, I remember when you would go up. We all, this is living memory for all of us. You would pull up uh, from coming off Golly Mountain and you could sit there and there would not be another fucking car on that road. Yeah. Take a right and you wouldn't see anybody. This is before Walmart, all that shit. Yeah. I mean, there is, 
good things to be said about and bad. If we if our if our area was economically stable and we could still get that, that'd be fine. Yeah. But it's not. Well, and so just it's, the way know. it's the way it is here with just the geography of it, the mm. infrastructure is just not there to support right. that. So I don't know. I I hope that they can at least figure it out because Gatlinburg's a fucking nightmare. Well, I don't I mean, want it to be like that. I think that there's enough people who understand that that they're gonna be like, hey man. This is going to be great, and we're going to embrace it and try to everybody make some money, but we don't want to give up what makes us, what attracts people here, yeah. you know, which is our the, the serenity and peace and beauty that you have. Yeah. I mean, it's a small consolation, though, that I drove. Uh, I don't know if I got told you guys this because we haven't talked since then. I took a day and drove um, to Green Bank nice. and, and Snowshoe yeah, all through Pocahontas so County. I was drawn to tears more than one time. It's like, so nice. Because I drove up. I forgot to say this in, in favorite things. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my I had my colorblind glasses on too, and I actually saw flowers I'd never seen before. I didn't realize you were colorblind. <laughs> like really, like really. <laughs> <laughs> <You guys> suck. <laughs> um, no, it was awesome. I drove up to Green Bank. That was like the idea. I was going to drive to Green Bank and see, and I saw all that stuff, um, and. I was, then I was like, well, I'm going to drive to Snowshoe. I had no, no idea that Cass is at the bottom of the mountain of Snowshoe. Like, well, I get to see that. Then the coolest part about the whole trip, though, was on the way back, it routed me down this, I think it's Lawrence River Road or something like that, and there are these campsites. Is it like the tent, the, um, oh, I think they're called like Hip Camp or? They're, they're. They're right beside the river. Like pop-up tents, kind of? No, no, no. It's, um, I'm going to see if I can punch up some photos here. It's beautiful up there, and I hope I just, I absolutely was, you know, it was one of the most fulfilling days. I, I, I left at 8 in the morning. I, I went. I was like, I'm getting up. I'm going. I'm not yeah. laying around till 10 and going. Yeah. Got up, lift weights, and took off. And then I drove. And the drive was so, because I drove through Marlington. I drove up uh, the scenic highway. Um. All that stuff, and I was just like, "My God, this just just." And it was the the weather was fucking great. It was cool out, but but nice. Um, but leave it to somebody from West Virginia to almost ruin it. Like I'm in Green Bank and getting ready to go up, and like all the people at fucking Family Dollar were shitty. Like, yeah, you can't get shit around here. I was like, "Have you seen where you fucking live? <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. You live in paradise. Stop being douchebags." So. um they are starting programs to like help um, train more people in the state. If anyone's interested in being part of like the tourism industry and like people who work at like the gas stations, like just like giving them like some support and some free training. It's kind of cool. Hmm. Um, no, we were talking about taking Emma up to Cranberry Glades because I think she would love it. It's so quiet. I went there, there too. Yeah, I went there so too. Yeah. Um, it. it was awesome. I actually picked a cranberry, took a picture of it. Oh, cute. Uh, That's the video I got Aaron farting. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite videos of all time. It sounds like a bullfrog. This <laughs> infamous fart in this quiet place. You want to marry your that. fart? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this real quick. Oh. I think it's yeah, that's the right way. Cute. These are all It's just wild that that um like ecosystem is the same as There's Green Bank. See, I've never driven that close. I want to marry close. my fart. 
mean, you guys. Yeah, I've never. I want to go. You want to marry your fart? <laughs> Green Bank <laughs> Observatory. Yeah, I'd mm. like to go. There's that, ju- there's just the Green Bank. Pl- I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, they do like. Um, Here's those campsites camps though. And stuff. Those campsites. Oh, cool. This one, almost one lane road, and there's a bunch of them. I wonder who. Um, and you, all you have to do is. This is this is beside one of the campsites. That's awesome. This right here, where you can actually get in the water in the summer and swim. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, and they have little cook stoves, all kind of stuff. The only the only thing you have to do is they're like there's a a little post and you slide your five dollars into it, that's and awesome. that's it. You oh, know, I love that. I, I'm just like God. I love this state. That's awesome. And that's one of the things that again driving back it took, dr- routed me through Webster, all this stuff. I'm like, my God, we have no idea what we're sitting on here. Mm-hmm. I mean. I wanted to get mad because it's like so many people who live here just consider the black rock in the ground. Right. You know, that's all they fucking care about, yep. and everything else is fluff. And if you think, and if you think of something else than that, then there must be something wrong with you. I mean, you're a tree hugger or some shit. I'm just like, how fucking bankrupt of a person do you have to be inside to really not see how beautiful it is here? You know what I mean? All these people come here, and you know how many people I see stop at Glen Ferris and get out of their cars and take pictures on that fucking stretch of. It's I was beautiful. like, I've been looking at that my entire fucking it's life so and have never realized. You don't even think about it at all. No, but I have. So I wish it wasn't there. I'm fucking hating. <laughs> <laughs> no, but golly, you know, I was I drove out there one day. Canal Falls is always full now, yeah. um, and there are a bunch of people fly fishing off the islands there. Not the meth heads; they were still there in their little fucking tents. <laughs> they need, we need to get them fucking down there. Um, yeah. We Republican Chuck is coming out. I love it. No, I'm just saying <laughs> they're a curse to the society. <laughs> I, I'm I'm as sympathetic as the next person, but if you're just destroying something, just lay down on the train tracks like my cousin did. Fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 a villain from the 20s tied him to them. <laughs> he didn't get out in time. What can you say? Um, get, get rid of that chaff. <laughs> it's really funny. No, I love that I was thought a real thing that happened. Fun. No, it's so fucked up, dude. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like that fucking Facebook. No, we'll, we'll talk about that after we get off oh, the air. Man. Um, I don't know if we have anything else. I, I think it's good. We did it. Wonderful. I watched uh, Band of Brothers. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. It's really good. Yes, it is. I've never watched I've never seen it. I got immediately taken out of it, and I forget which episode it was in when <clears throat> Jimmy Fallon shows up to deliver ammo. And he's like, hey, guys, I got all this ammo. <laughs> <laughs> was he really on it? Yeah, for like a scene. Huh. Ron Livingston being in it. Tremendous. Killed it for it didn't kill it for me for a second, but to me when I first saw that, I was like, that's 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 Peter Gibbons, you know, from fucking yeah. office space. I expect him to be bitching about TPS reports. <laughs> no, but he did a good job. He's great. All of them did. Simon Pegg was in it. Yeah, for like as a, a douchebag fucking attache huh. to uh just for like David Schwimmer. Maybe who, one. by the way, might be oh. one of the most unlikable fuck it is an Andy uh Andy Bernard situation. <laughs> yeah. He's so fucking shitty of a person that you hate his guts. Sobel is a coward. Is. Oh dude. Absolute it, coward. Is this a show? It's a show it's that came out in two thousand and one. Yeah, it was yeah. a while back. About the and it holds the fuck up. No I thought shit. It was a movie. I'm thinking of a movie. It's a series. Steven Spielberg yeah. was behind it. Tom Hanks, I think, was an executive. Oh no producer. shit. Okay. Every, uh, all these great people. David Schwimmer was in it. Um, 
who are some of the others? He's a good actor. He really is. No, he did he, a good he, job, but he just yeah. did too good of a job in this because he's such a fucking piece of shit. Such an officious. Well, but he's he's, he's Ross, and he's just Ross from right. fucking Friends yeah. and that's as a fucking World War II military guy. That's all he is because he has the same emotions. And he's and an absolute. It cow. is a war. Okay, I thought it, but I was thinking it was a movie. I didn't realize it was a show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ten full fucking episodes. No shit. What's oh, it on? It's beautiful. It's on. It's HBO. on right now. It's on Netflix. No oh, shit. HBO's licensing some shit out. Oh, nice. Good no for them. They did another one called the Pacific. The Pacific is brutal. Well, I mean, we were talking about that. The war in the Pacific, in its way, was way more brutal than Europe. I watched that so, one when it came out. I knew it was like a a cousin or whatever to uh, Band of Brothers. The battle, the 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 description. Uh, I've I've watched the war. It's the Ken Burns documentary mm-hmm. about World War II. This the description of fighting in Guadalcanal was. Horrifying it is one of the worst things I've ever fucking heard of. It's up there with World War One. I. I mean, it's that fucking bad. So the best part about that show is that it's guys being dudes most of the time, mm-hmm. just like hanging out. The fucking uh, like Sam smoking. Rockwell <laughs> is fucking <laughs> just shit. joke. He's, he does impressions of all the higher ups, and everybody loves him. And he's, he's like this funny guy. And that's not Sam Rockwell. That's uh, Andy Gomez. That is one hundred percent Sam Rockwell. I will fight you to the death. It's Andy Gomez. <laughs> it's Sam Rockwell. I love this. Look it up. Cool. I'm not even going to look it up because yep. I know it's I know Sam Rockwell want to see fucking Sam Rockwell. Okay? <laughs> I love Sam Rockwell. I do too. It's not Sam Rockwell. It looks just like him though. Maybe Andy it, Gomez looks just like him. It's the guy. He, he was on Pete and Pete. He played. Uh, he remember uh, Endless Mike Hellstrom. I sure do. That's him. Hmm. Let's oh. go to 2001. And see what Sam Rockwell was doing. Shall we? It is. You're probably right, but he, he just looks like Sam Rockwell to me. He, re- they do look alike, and they have a similar energy. They're both funny. Damn, Sam Rockwell's in a lot of shit. It's going to take me a long time. Yeah, dude, he's busy. That's one hundred percent. I tell you what, uh, he's been in stuff that I thought he was Sam Rockwell. Yeah, that, yeah I think you're right because that guy looks just like fucking Sam Rockwell, <laughs> dude. That was Sam I Rockwell. Do remember Don't ever him. challenge me, huh. Rick I- Gomez. Rick Gomez. I remember the yeah, shit. Yeah, you're right. I thought Man, it was Sam Rockwell. Aww. But there's so many. Endless Mike Hellstrom. There's know? so many other, like fucking uh, Tom Hardy shows mm-hmm. up in episode he nine. Does. His very first scene, he's banging some hot German chick. And huh. he looks like he's 17 fucking years old. He was in uh, Vanity Fair, which was a fucking uh, Sofia Coppola movie as a, like, effeminate little Frenchman mm-hmm. noble. Put me off. Like that's not fun. I thought he was in fucking all quiet on the Western Front for half a second. Oh yeah, that that one guy guy looks just like. Okay, you're right. You're right. I was like Tom Hardy. I thought the same thing because he walked just like him. He had the trench over his. uh, Whenever they're bailing out the water, was he walking like this? Yeah, Yeah. he's a good character. Oh, I thought it was him too at first. God damn, that movie is brutal. All quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, it's it's good though. One of the best war movies. It's a good movie. Have you seen 1917? No, we haven't watched. Oh, dude. Very good. Yeah. Have you seen Dunkirk? Yes. Yeah. We Dunkirk. yeah. I those forgot don't, about those don't Speaking of Tom Hardy, a guy that can fucking act with just his eyes yeah. in fucking yeah. Dunkirk. Oh, yeah. 100%. Per- yeah, he's just. It's, yeah. I was like, he's good. This yeah. guy's the fucking best. Yeah, we, we don't appreciate him enough. Fucking chalk writing down how much gas he's got. So good. So, so fucking awesome. There's hardly any words in that movie. There's it's hardly true. any dialogue. It's a lot of no- just noise. It's, yeah. it's so eerie. Dunkirk Styles shows up and he's good. You're like, God damn it. Dunkirk or Oppenheimer? 
Dunkirk. Oppenheimer I, I rules. I agree. I Oppenheimer agree. rules. Damn it. We got really, so many movies to watch, man. We really need to watch We're movies. like, if we don't go see uh, Killers of the Flower Moon tomorrow, you we'll never watch shit, it. Man. You have to. Is it good? You must. Is it really? Jesus Christ. Is it worth setting for three and a half hours? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't bored okay. at all. Okay, I need to look that reminds me, I, I watched... Uh, I had fallen behind on Reservoir Reservation Dogs. I watched the second season. Oh, wait. It's some of the best fucking things okay. I've ever seen. Like it's up there with the best TV shows I've ever seen. Um, it's so good. I'm trying to remember what happens in the second season that that hit me so hard. Um, we didn't finish the second. Did we? So I don't remember when when, when uh, Alora comes back for her grandmother's when her grandmother's dying and how the way they handle death. Yeah. It's just so different it's than the way white people. I love how yeah. they did it. I was like, I love this. I mean, Native American culture is so different than ours. Yeah. The way they have you seen it? I've not seen that season. The elders sit beside the bed and they sing songs to her. And it's constant. <laughs> Essentially, yes. And everybody comes with food. And so they sit shiva. Huh? Sit shiva, like juice. Essentially, like yes. The chosen yeah. people. Except uh, well, they do it for seven days. They go, well, they go over board on all the like. Th- no, the 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 craziest one. I don't know if you care if I ruin this for you. I don't give a flying big. Thing. You'd laugh at this because it's funny, but then it turns into something not funny. Big the the cop the cop who says things like organic. I that love. Guy. Him. I fucking love big. He's, He's the so best. Good. He comes in and that idiot burglar cut who runs that fucking salvage place. His brother's making some fucking psychedelic pop. It's like really strong. It's got ayahuasca and shit in it and uh, DMT. <laughs> And Big grabs one and chugs it. And then he's tripping for the whole fucking episode. I think I saw that episode. The part where it reveals that he was the cop on duty when Cookie fucking crashed and got oh. killed. And it was his fault. Because yeah. he didn't re- he didn't stop him. He chased him and tried to stop him and couldn't get him to stop. And Cookie was the most beautiful. She was so pretty. Have we seen that part yet? And we haven't seen that okay. part. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no it's okay. okay. Oh, it's on season two. Like he he starts crying. He's just like, I'm not a good man, and it goes from comedy to drama. Yeah, right now, they're really good. good yeah, and it, and they do it so well. And at the end of it, the the coolest thing about the whole thing is Big is Big is walking up the road after the whole episode's over, and Turtles all the way down comes on, starts oh, yeah. fucking playing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they they fucking get it, dude. I thought they we, get it. I, I sort of remember that. Anyways, Killers of the Flower Moon. Does anybody know what it's about? Yes. Yes. So what's nineteen twenties? The Osage. The Osage folks. um, They even explain it. There's a great explainer right at the beginning. They tell you what's up. (laughs) They they've been pushed out of all these different places, and they finally found a place. They negotiated with the government. We get all the mineral rights. Well, they ain't shit here anyway. So fuck it. You can have the mineral rights. Turns out there's fuck tons of oil on their land. And they all get a check every month or every week or whatever. Ridiculous amounts of money. But, yeah, they're all extremely wealthy. And they have white um, <clears throat> uh, servants and stuff. It's great. Love it. Awesome. Hmm. And this is real. Um, these are real people. And But in order to get their money, they have to have a uh, a guardian who's usually a white guy. So a lot of white dudes show up to Osage County and start marrying Indian chicks. And... <laughs> There's a man, Hale, Charles Hale, yeah, something like that, who he's a friend of the OSH people, and he helps them. He's a guardian to a bunch of them, and he fucking... Um, what ends up happening is a lot of people end up getting murdered. Bada bing, bada boom. He transfers their stake to one woman, who is the, the main lady. Lily Gladstone plays. Yeah. yeah. And uh, 
they Leo shows up, uh, his character, and they made him ugly, kinda, which is weird. It's hard to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like making bread. I, I was thinking the hardest part of this movie for him was making out with somebody over the age of twenty five years old. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't hurt. He really feelings. had to put his acting really? shoes on. He really had to. Um, it's very, very good. It's yeah. very brutal. Um, it's very long, but I think it needed to be. And I'm glad. I'm glad that Scorsese's still like, yeah, I'm just going to make a really long fucking movie. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I like. Yeah, I just see. I'd read about the case before, and of course you have. It just seems like the type of thing you would read about. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying that, that upset me. I'm just saying it's it's such a... <laughs> I did a little bit. <laughs> but not at all. No, it stung. It stung a little stung bit. A little bit. <laughs> no, I just have... They mention things like this in, in, in the spirit of Crazy Horse and stuff like that about all the just crooked, nasty shit that the American government did and that private businesses did under the auspices of the American government. You know, the BIA is like one of the worst. If I don't know if they mentioned them in it. Yeah, they're fucking terrible. They're fucking, I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's an, and the fact that the United States is supposed to conduct themselves with Indian nations like they're sovereign nations. Technically, the United States is not a hegemony. Hegemony means rule within your borders. We're not, we're not supposed to be because those nations are sovereign. Don't ever treat them that way. No. Cross the fucking borders. Fuck you. What are you going to do about it? All right. that stuff. Still do that. I've changed my thinking about a lot of things in, in a lot of ways. Like, you know, I'm talking about history. Like, people are going to do people shit and kill each other and all that stuff. That's just the way it is. But the shit that the United States government did to them still sticks in my fucking crawl. I'm like, how the fuck did you motherfuckers get away with this shit? You got casinos, man. That's exactly what white people say. (laughs) I know you don't mean it, but I'm just saying that that's kind of mean it. When you're you're in a group of people, say in Ohio, white people, they say that shit a lot. And they don't value their lives or their culture or anything at all. And they just make fun of them all the time. And it's just like, because I didn't know if you know this, there's a large Native American presence in Ohio. A lot of tribes from there. And the people treat them like shit. And they just... Make fun of them and all kinds of shit. Like the Cleveland Indians thing. If you want to see a bunch of douchebag white people doing douchebag white people shit, go up there the opening. when it, Before they changed the the mascot and all that shit, go up there. It was the most awful. You want to punch all these motherfuckers right in the face. You know, so anyway. Anyway, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's real good. Is it? I've heard it's really good, but like it's intense. It's extremely intense. Okay. And there's also quite, there's also extremely funny moments. Okay. One's real good. And I kind of want to say it. Don't do it. I'm not going to. Don't do it. It's so funny. I need to see it. Okay. I'd like to. Oh, speaking of things, I got to go. I have the biggest screen you can possibly find. Huh? Go to the biggest screen you can possibly find. Okay. I think it's 1250. I've got to ask, float this out there. I was supposed to go with my brother to see the Dropkick Murphys. I'm still going. Shit. I have an extra ticket because Ben is not. He's going down south with Trinity and my mom. So I have an open ticket. Down south. See my brother. If someone would like to go. When's this? Sunday. Damn. I didn't think so. Damn. Huntington. Damn. I I won't be able to do that. I I couldn't. I won't be able to do it. Not with the way it works going right now. It's true. Hard working man, company man. <laughs> yeah. company I am a company man. man. Company man. Yes, man, towing that company, company line. Company man. Bunch of yakis and less <laughs> Yakis and less me. I, think I, I might yes be about man. to become a company man. Think things have happened. Things have changed. No, but I gotta think who I'm gonna take on this. <laughs> Talk about that later. I don't know who to take. 
Man. Ooh, a favorite thing for us is we got tickets to see Foo Fighters in July. The Foo. Where are they playing at? We're seeing them in Hershey. No. I'm really pumped. They're fine chocolate You know what? I nearly forgot. It's been on... Two and a half weeks. I saw Ringo fucking star. Yeah. I wanted to I ask you that. how that went. Was it great? All right, like me and J-Mo and J-Mo's sister, Sarah. Forgot her name. Forgot her name. <laughs> I asked J-Mo her name like in a text as they were coming to pick me up. <laughs> Met her one time. Right. Met her again. She's just like J-Mo. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> um, I I'm her. imagining J-Mo with a wig on. <laughs> um, we're, like, uh, we're sitting in the arena, and I'm like, oh, it's been a long time since so I've been there. And I'm like, oh, I'm not too fat to sit in these chairs anymore. This yeah, it's is crazy. neat. And, but like we're center stage. We're behind the board. We're behind the, um, the uh, mixing board and the fucking light show guy and all that shit. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They don't usually sell seats that close to the board because people could throw drinks. I don't know. <clears throat> and everybody walks on stage and they just start playing stuff. And then one of the members of the band who I'll go over later, there was a lot of money on that fucking stage. A lot of money on that fucking Is stage. Is famous band members? I'll tell you. We'll okay. go down a list. And all right. The greatest drummer from the greatest band of all time, Ringo Starr. And he comes out and, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting just stare, like I'm almost crying because it's, it's a fucking, yeah. fucking Ringo Starr. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, absolutely. Yeah. It's Ringo Starr. He played on Ticket to Ride. Shit, sorry guys. I'm what getting the excited. Fuck is wrong with I'm you? getting excited. <laughs> he <laughs> played he played the fucking riff to fucking all, come together. Come on. The best drummer of all time. And I'm just sitting there like and you gotta pay your dues if you wanna <laughs> sing. It's amazing. Everything is fucking amazing. He played all of his solo hits. They played all of his ones that he sang on the Beatles. They did a little section where they pretended to start playing like Beatles songs that he didn't sing, and he was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's it was great. on John Lennon's birthday, and he mentioned uh, Johnny wrote this for me, and it was. Uh, it was a one from a solo career. I'm the greatest. He said, I, "I'm if I if I sing this song, it's gonna people are gonna think I actually mean it. But if you sing it, it'll be funny. <laughs> that type of thing." <laughs> and he th- does that song, and then he just like I'm I'm 82 years old. I'm gonna go off stage and drink my juice. Listen to these guys play now. And on the stage is Colin Hay for Minute Work. Yes, I know. Okay. The singer of Minute Work. Yeah. You might not know they're young. Yeah. <laughs> Younger. <laughs> I'm impressed. I know who Minute Work is. On the stage is fucking Edgar Winter. Bullshit. Not bullshit. Edgar Winter, the albino assassin <laughs> from Edgar Winter Group. You've heard Edgar Winter. Come on and take a free ride. <laughs> free ride. Uh, fucking Frankenstein, or not Franken, not Frankenstein. Free ride is Rick Derringer. No. Are you sure? Different, different free ride. It is Frankenstein. Hmm. Okay. It's Frankenstein. Yeah. Like they did instrumental. Like, what the fuck? On the stage is Steve Lukather from Toto. Oh, shit. Shit. I think I saw your picture. Yeah. I was like, motherfucker from Toto. And I knew they were coming. Then all of a sudden they're playing Africa in front of me and it sounds just as good as the record. Nice. And it's. And it, it's there's five to six guys on stage, 
and it sounds like there's 500. And I'm looking at the board, seeing if he's juicing it up, maybe adding adding like a track, like, like they're playing to a track. No, they're not. They're just that good. It's dudes on stage rocking out. That's right. all it was. Nice. I was expecting like a big production, like a horn section, fucking black backup singers dancing. <laughs> in the you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have to be black, but they usually are. Sure. Um, like a guy that just plays a tambourine and sings harmony every now and then. <laughs> that type of shit. Linda McCartney. I was expecting that type of shit. <laughs> but no, it's just five to seven dudes. I can't remember how many on stage rocking out. The other guy, the guy that played bass most of the time, he was in like a band that did mostly instrumentals. And you would know this song if you heard it. I forget. It's called Pick Up the Pieces. Average white band. And they played a couple of his fucking songs. Fucking nice. And and they they had like a multi-instrumentalist in the back. Something ham. And he would play saxophone every now and then. Edgar Winter would come over and play saxophone. They were harmonizing on the saxophone during Pick Up the Pieces. How nice. Um and he would sing the high parts because Steve Lukather can't really hit those notes anymore. So he would sing right. the high parts on Africa, Rosanna, um, and uh, what's the other big one um, from Toto? Um, Hold the line. Bam. Yeah, yeah. Bon, on, on, on. Love isn't always, always on time. God damn, what a song. <laughs> and they nailed it. They nailed every one of them. They played the, all three songs that you would immediately recognize from uh, Men at Work. Who can it be now? Who could it be now? Uh, down uh, under, down under, and whatever and the other one was. Fuck, they played all of them. Yeah, no shit. It was absolutely incredible. It's the best rock and roll show I've ever seen in my life. Nice. Aww. And um, also, it's like easy to go to a concert. Like they have that giant parking garage right beside there now, which wasn't there. We used to park under the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To go see wrestling back in 1986. <laughs> um, God. It's so free, cool. the free giant parking garage, mm-hmm. and you just go out and. It was at the Civic Center. Yeah, right? yeah. The redone Civic and Center. Like, Toto is coming back with um, Journey Shut on four twenty. <laughs> we should go. Tool is coming on in November. They're coming next week. Two weeks. Two no, weeks. Next weekend, actually. No shit. It's crazy. They're getting big. Huh. Like fucking Lana Del Rey was there three weeks. I know. Ago. They're they're. And so she was there. hanging out downtown. Yeah, I, I know. The National Park. She's man. she's uh she's beefed up. I like it. I gotta be honest. I like her with about thirty more on her. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan. I'm kind a Lana Del Rey fan. Boss. I like it. She. Uh, I need a girl that can help me move a couch. I might not ever move the couch. I just need to know that she can do it. Um, yeah, fucking Ringo Starr was like That's right so there. Fucking cool, man. That is cool. We're gonna, right there. We got tickets to see Mark Norman. It's in it's in the Civic Center. It's in one of the smaller theaters. God damn. Yeah. He could sell it. That's mm, like thirteen thousand seats. It's a, it's I've never I don't remember that theater, but it's there. I don't remember anything. Yeah, they used to have the municipal they used auditorium. To hold the taste of all in there. Maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. I, I can't okay. believe I missed uh Lake Street Dive came to the Clay Center well, yeah. a few years ago. I can't believe I missed them. Yeah. There's a there's a bunch of Clay Center shows that I've missed. There's another one that was announced either today or yesterday coming in March, I think, and I believe it is Ario Speedwagon what? and somebody and like another one of those bands. Hmm. Like That'd be a, fun. Uh, what, they, what would be a contemporary? It's like Yacht Fleetwood Mac. No, Fleetwood Mac is gigantic. I know, I'm kidding. Like they wouldn't be opening for motherfucking Ario Speedwagon. I, mean, I want to see them. 
It would be so fucking Stevie Nicks used to be in the All Star Band. Well, I'm, I'm, I forgot to say that's the reason Ben isn't going to Dropkick Murphys with because he's going to see Stevie Nicks with Trinity. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Ario Speedwagon. Stand it just back, says Ario Speedwagon. Back. Who's there was some another gigantic band opening with, for them at the Clay Center, Air Supply, Civic Center. I would love if it was Air Supply, dude. I would go one hundred percent. It's I'm Thanksgiving all out of time. <laughs> No, they've been stepping up. The I thing. think I like your stuff. <laughs> I love Have you guys it. seen that Will Ferrell and uh, who's he always? It was always a straight. Well, they neither one of them were straight, man. Um, John C. Riley. No, no, it was the Will Ferrell and fucking um, Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan doing the Thanksgiving song. It's yeah. Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Apparently, did they not get along in real life? I thought I, I saw something about they they were they had a feud. I don't. I think they're fine. Okay. I mean, I would hope not. That would be a bummer. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um. <laughs> Rick Springfield. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Fuck yes. And like the tickets are on sale now. It's like one hundred fifty bucks. But total um, tickets are three hundred dollars for the fucking upper level. I have no idea that's what we paid. I got to ask JMO so I can give him money so for it. Stupid. It is. I'm very disappointed in cousin Maynard. He, they might not control it. Yeah, they might or it might true. cost that much to fucking tour. That is true. Well, I'm but glad their that, money's made. I'm I mean, glad that they're bringing it. some more stuff here. That's not just like country. I like you know when they all. I like when they bring rap groups and then none of them ever knew that they were in West Virginia. They say, "What's up, Virginia?" <laughs> <laughs> that happened so many times. I still <laughs> want to understand. So Nelly came to the Clay Center, oh, and that's the God. funniest. So thing. hot and. But the Clay Center. So hot in here. But the Clay Center. I know. So like 30-year-olds are in there just sitting down watching Nelly. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> you got to dance. Like, but that not was, at the Clay that Center. That is a weird thing. Isn't that weird? About West Virginia crowds and music. They like to sit. They like to sit. I went and I saw the Avett Brothers at the Municipal Auditorium two years after I saw them up in Morgantown. Which is a mixed crowd, and like it'll be there'll be people from everywhere because it's a college town, mm-hmm. and everybody was up dancing, fucking bong smoke everywhere. But then I see them in the municipal auditorium. Everybody, everybody sits sit. and just claps along. And they dance in their chair, and it's fine. And I'm fine with that too. I didn't mm-hmm. want to stand up. No, I'm it's fine. fine. I, at that point, I was probably 400 pounds. So. Kiss when Kiss played, not a lot of people were sitting during that one. I have to be honest, but that's to be to be expected. It's Kiss in West Virginia. When I went and uh, whenever I went in, I was like, I just want to get a picture of Ringo on stage. I want to get a picture of him playing the drums. Everybody else can go fuck. I mean, no disrespect, Steve Lukather, but you play a fucking Ernie Ball Music Man guitar. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you playing that? Are they paying you to play that? It's like paying a Gretsch. Hey, Gretsch is good. I I'm have kidding. a Gretsch. I'm in the joking. Front. I know you have a Gretsch in the front. <laughs> George Harrison played a Gretsch. Good oh. sir. How dare you? Speaking of Brian Adams thing. plays a Gretsch. They're good guitars. Yeah. I know I said it because you have a Gretsch. Um speaking of Beatles, um they have a new song coming out. Yeah, Beatles? The Beatles have a new song coming out. What? It's an old track that they're It's an old demo that John did in nineteen sixty eight or seventy eight called Now and Then. And I think it's to Paul. But he never put it out or anything. Because um, uh, his brain wasn't in his head anymore after 1980. Um, what? Um, and uh, he, got, he got shot. He got shot pretty bad. <laughs> dead. <laughs> <Matter of fact. laughs> 
my favorite sing, singer songwriter of all time. And I'm saying this about him. Um, but uh, what they did, people are saying, oh, they, they made an AI Beatles song. No. What they did was they took the track and used AI to clean it up because there was a TV on in the background whenever he was recording huh. it. And it's a full song, apparently. I haven't heard it yet. I've heard the demo. There's like there's like noise in the background because it's 1978. You clicked on a tape recorder that's sitting on top of your piano, and you have young child and Yoko's doing whatever the fuck it is Yoko does. <laughs> she has a hat with a queefing Perf- a tambourine, perfume, and a plum in it. And so he plays a song, and like they took AI and they cleaned it up. I don't care if they pitch corrected it to make it sound perfect. It's a Beatles song. It should sound perfect. And they were going to put, you remember in like 95, whenever they did the anthology mm-hmm. and they, with the completed, in front of them. they yeah. completed two mm-hmm. new Beatles songs, Real Love and Free as a Bird. I love that one. Free as a Bird's a great fucking tune. They did what they could back then, but now they can really make them sound good. Um, and George, they started recording this one at that time. And George laid down some tracks and, 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 Recently, within the last year or so, I guess, Paul and Ringo got together and finished huh. it. That's fucking crazy. Aww. So it's going to be actual performances of all four Beatles. That's fucking You know awesome. what would be awesome? if it made, I would love if it, it if they if brought it, Billy Preston in to play on it because he played on the final two Beatles album. If they, if they fucking hit, like it was a massive hit. And the Beatles got to go to the top of the chart one more fucking time. You know, crazy that would be that fucking would be. great. I don't know if it will. I mean, I don't know if it I can play chance. you. Actual AI it might Beatles be like songs. what we need right now. Huh. You know what I mean? There are like, actual, yeah. What we maybe that would shake us out of this fucking bullshit. Maybe. Honest to God. I maybe mean, maybe it would ever take WAP. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's really popular anymore. It's yeah, but it garbage. was. It, it was. Yes. Um, Jesus. I hate it. I don't think about it There's like an, you do. <laughs> no, I'm just saying when, it, when I think about it, I hate it. I don't oh, think about it. But, you know, the, the fact that it did what it did just made me disgusted. So. I like all the videos of... Like angry white people talking about the lyrics of this. Song. <laughs> I'm gonna play this. That is funny. Um, it's uh, the Beatles grow old with me. It, this is also a demo that John did, and somebody used AI to completely complete it with what sounds like all the rest of the Beatles. Hopefully, this doesn't get it taken down, but whatever. Somebody just used AI to complete. God, the best singer of all time. Double track it. Come on. God bless this is all AI now. Mm. Everything but John and the piano. Mm. That sounds like George and Paul singing in the background. We're not going to make it, are we? Human well, beings, I mean. Here's the deal. <laughs> it's only as good That as is amazing. It. it is. That is something that it, good that it can be used for. Touching up an old demo that was just laying around, that's something good that they can use. That's it fair. Now, whenever they go to start create new ones, which I have access to, I don't have any, uh, but like 
they just made this. This is an AI of the Beatles doing <laughs> Come As You Are. <laughs> Come as you are, as you were, as I want you to be. What they did was they just tried to make the original recording sound like John Lennon. I'm hoping they do like a bouncy Paul McCartney type bridge. And my aunt and my uncle were over for tea. I'm telling you, by the end of uh, Hyperion and Fall of Hyperion, you'll understand why I feel the way I do about AI. I'm telling you. It is a massive cautionary example. I'm pretty excited for it. I think you'll like it. I know you like it already, but it's... I'm glad your concert went well. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I'm a little jelly. I didn't really want to go. Don't be jelly. Don't be jelly. <laughs> go, you just sound a little bit jelly. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hoping Paul comes. Because that would be great. Paul. We yeah. were talking about it. I was like, it's a fucking beetle up there. Like, that's insane. Mm. That's That would be... So cool. I, I know what you're saying. That would that would feel kind of overwhelmed. Paul, overwhelmed. Like, I, 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 I might be overwhelmed. Yeah. Because it, you have to be... Very good for John Lennon to hate you that much for that period. <laughs> <laughs> I get intimidated with the Beatles stuff. I don't feel like I know enough of it to feel like oh, just we'll listen soon. to it. You know what I mean? Just I listen to it. You don't have to be a fan. Just listen to it. Well, I would be overwhelmed if, uh, like, I, I was the first time I saw uh, Tool. I was very overwhelmed. I was like, yeah. Are they good? Are they good live? Yes. Yeah. yeah they're they're good. Clockwork. They're, they're pretty. F- I mean, I don't know who is better too. live, them or fucking a perfect circle. I saw a perfect circle twice. They were mm-hmm. unfucking real. James Eha was a guitarist at that point. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. James Eha. Pause and quit. Pumpkins. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things I forgot is the video for. Um, I think it's the Hollow or something. Well, no, no, it's Judith. There comes a point. You remember that Perfect Circle song? Yeah. There's a point where like on the video where it's like a breakdown and pause fucking fucking puts her hair up real quick and then hits the fucking note without yeah, she, missing it. it it's it, fucking awesome, it, dude. It, she was good. She was really good. Out. Like, grabs a pencil or a stick and does it one handed, I think. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it's just like, a cool video. That, like, That's a cool fucking video. It is. It's very 90s, though. Yeah. I got to be honest. You're watching like... And it was 2003. I think it was 90s. It was 1995 until 2001, until September 11, 2001. That's fair. It felt like 1995. Yeah. Damn. You know yeah. what I mean? 100%. That's true. In my head, that's exactly what it is. I always... I had a... I go through these spells where I'll watch four or five videos, and these are the only ones I watch. It was uh, Judith... Um, I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> um, uh, Ain't it fun by Paramore? I don't know why I love that fucking. And it's the video is like, a lot of fun it's too. It's a great song. Um, I mean, but I the video is great too because they're breaking all those records that aren't the, really records. The gal that uh, sings for them is pretty hot. She's she cute. hates Fat Mike from uh, Fat Records. I don't know why. I need to look into that one. Um, he's a very hateable guy. Yeah, not a lot he, of people he, like Fat he's Mike. He's a fucking douchebag, but he puts out great punk tunes. I like. I like. Um, what, another one in that group is. Uh, Oh, a beekeeper's daughter by fucking All American Rejects. Love that fucking song, man. Um, 
I don't know why. I forgot just, about them, and I heard one of their swing, songs. Swing, swing. I was like, God damn, down. this was a moment in my life. It was good. Well, the, the video of fucking Beekeeper Star is just funny because at the end, Wayne Newton's in it, and they, you know, gives it the finger right. guns. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really, it's more the videos I like than the songs. Yeah. You know? It's like, I love the song. Oh, another one, a Flyleaf Fully Alive. Don't fucking know why. Yeah. I mean, it's just. She, she's I never cool got into. Alive. I never got about into POD. So. No. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Oh, there's going to be a new POD album. No selling POD. They're coming back. No selling it. (laughs) POD is coming back. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? It's like like Papa Roach. (laughs) Although I did like uh, Scars. Yeah. I love that song. That was a good fucking tune, man. It's it's, it's impossible fucking. um, Scars remind me. That fucking song. You know what I found? You know what I found? (laughs) I was just, it just showed up in my feed. There's like at least two videos of Stone Temple Pilots with their new lead singer who sounds more like Scott Weiland than Scott, Scott Weiland. Does. God rest his soul. <laughs> no shit. God rest Aww. his new lead singer's soul because there's a trend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scott Weiland. Chester Bennington was their lead singer for a few yeah. years. Yeah. They never recorded anything new with him, but there's he toured with him. There's a, he finished a tour. <laughs> there's at least two videos of them doing all of Purple, and then them doing all of Core. No shit, and they are still extremely good. Hmm. They got so much hate for no apparent reason. That's because he had sort of a baritone voice, just like Eddie. And well, he came had out the, six months earlier. Well, whatever. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> Nirvana, <laughs> Nirvana was on Headbangers Ball, <laughs> and he asked him, "Who does that?" T- who do they think Ricky Rackman asked him? Who do you think they sound like? And uh, uh, Kirk Cobain said, "Who don't they sound like?" You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, no, it was the other way around. Kirk Cobain said, "Who do you think they sound like?" He was talking about Pearl Jam. He was a dickhead to the other Seattle bands, by the way. Yeah, um, he was he was kind of a douchebag. But um, and Ricky Rackman said, "Who don't they sound like?" He got fired for that. Really? Yeah. Almost. Well, he almost did. Like the fucking bigwigs brought him in and say Scott Wilde was pissed. What kind of stuff? He's like, well. Well, he does I mean, sound like it's it. also not a bad thing to sound like your influence. Uh, no, but what, and not in a bad way. What's the point of uh, Stone Temple Pilots lead singer always doing the Scott Weiland thing? You have to. I what, guess you do. It, if you're it, Stone Temple Pilots, you've got to do that. Well, also like just doing the movements. No, it, he's dressed like him in everything. Really? Yeah. Yes, he he's is. He's doing all the movements. Yeah. Yeah. And, like and, he the, se- and he seems like Lane, look at him Lane Stanley the, what, Light. Like what... That's a weird thing, right? That's yeah. Strange. Well, I think it. I think it. Uh, he yep. probably was a big fan growing up. You're probably because I looked right. into this guy. He's 45. He's my age essentially, and shit, they was a big fan 60s, growing up. Yeah, they're, oh, they're um, <clears throat> the guitar players late 60s. Holy He was sucks. <laughs> well, he, he was old whenever they made it. The bass player's younger brother is like 10 or 15 years younger. Shit. Yeah. How it's when, when Are Stephanie they still touring? That's, that's going to make me feel. <laughs> I don't know if they're touring right now, but it was really good. He sounds yeah, I'm gonna great. Watch it. I want to see them. It's just like those videos of uh, Radiohead in the basement or whatever, whenever they did that. It's just like that, except for they're playing like less important songs. Hmm. I get, well, no, In Rainbow sucks. Well, Fuck did you, ever, you. Did you ever see the. Uh, <laughs> she's 54. <sighs> did, well, that's not as old as I thought. She I know, but um, man. Did you Eddie's ever, 58. Yeah, Eddie is 58. All of Pearl Jam is touching 60. See, that like, doesn't bother me quite as much. I don't I know, know why. but I was like, we've got to go see them live. Well, you, I really need, I, you I, need to see I them. I need live. to see them. You want to you see Pearl Jam on the last show of the tour? Because I've, I've done that twice. And both times I've seen them on the last show of the tour, 
Eddie comes out and does like a half hour beforehand by himself. Oh shit, it's awesome. It's I great. That. That's fun. I'm excited to see Dropkick on Sunday, but I'm also excited to see the Interrupters. It's the first time I get to see the Interrupters. Hmm. You should have like a drawing to see who gets to go with you. It's a pretty quick drawing. <laughs> two days. <laughs> um, no, I'm. I don't know. Frampton has a ticket. He's going. So usually he'd be the one because he loves Dropkick Murphys. He doesn't like any other punk except them. Hmm. Um, John Will Shatter's going. He's already got a ticket. I they canceled their show tonight because somebody's. They said everybody was like three quarters of the band is sick. Oh really? Red, Red Audio also canceled the same show. Oh huh. shit! Aww. That sucks. Um, I just can't think. I mean, if you two weren't going, I don't know. I have no desire. I know you don't. God damn it! I know you wouldn't. I like the one song. It's a good show to watch. Oh, I'm sure it's great. Yeah, I'm sure I'd like almost all their songs. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not just that. It's it's a show. Like they come out and they have segments. You know, they do the bagpipes. They do the dirty glass. They'll bring out some hot punk chick to sing the dirty glass with them, and you know, because it's a duet. And I mean, it's. I, I just I, we saw them in me and Frampton saw them in uh, Myrtle Beach, and that was tremendous. So, but apparently Ken Casey has almost blown his voice out because my friend Ken Chris saw him up in, uh, he lives in uh, New Jersey or something like that. He saw him up there and he said, but he went, he went to go see the Interrupters. He's a big fan of the Interrupters. So I like them too. They're really great. Hmm. Aaron, do you have a subreddit of the week? I don't. (gasps) Well, it's like, it's like Reddit is really, really cracking down on anything that you would think is offensive. And well, I just uh, pull out some old. Oh, it's funny. Okay. Do the boob drop one. That was a good one. West Virginia, <laughs> suck my cock. God, that's so old. Okay, let's just do boob drop. Yeah. Or, uh... <laughs> Always up for boob drop. Replacements. Thought so. Hold my life. I like that song. It's got a very punk vibe. R slash titty drop. I like this gal already. Oh, nice. She looks like she's a lot of work. Yeah, she does, don't she? That's not a drop. That's not a drop. Fuck you. Get out of here. Wrong subreddit. Stupid. That's not a drop. (laughs) Stupid. These are all aftermarket parts. Here we go. Let's do this number. Bolt-ons. Let's go. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. Let's go to top of all time. Let's see the top. This girl's number one, you guys. Can't disagree. Okay. Come on, get to it, honey. Yeah. It's got to put on a show. <laughs> what a gal. A, good, but wasn't much of a drop. There we go. Now, that girl. I'm sorry, she's 22. <laughs> Got to fix your skirt first. Oh, good lord! Skip to the drop, man. Because <laughs> the show. Oh, there's a cooter. You can see your whole peeper. <laughs> see your whole peeper. 
She's about dragging this out. She is dragging it out. Come on. Dragging it out. Dragging it out. But we don't. Boom. Yeah. Man, nice. What a gal. Nice. Okay. I'd vote for her for president. <laughs> Elena, you don't seem to be enjoying this. <laughs> you don't like the objectification of women? What are you, a fag? <laughs> <laughs> you like my Andy Sipowitz there? You get it. I do. <laughs> my references are only for you. <laughs> they right. do a lot. They do a lot, of, a lot of that on South Park. Enter the Pandaverse, where they sneak in like oh, this. All that hardcore woke stuff. They do a lot of it. It's funny. I can't wait to watch it as yep. I eat a frozen pizza and possibly masturbate. Neat. <laughs> possibly. Probably. On the pizza. No. No. And no. I'm trying to find something that I can play that won't get us taken down, but there's just nothing. <laughs> play, Unless uh, I play one of my nowhere songs. Nowhere by jerks. No, go ahead. Play one of your songs. We can play. I mean, if you insist. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you, you know you were saying we it. Do? I was saying it, and you were saying it at the same time. You know what we could do? What's that? We haven't done this in a while. Oh, shit. We'll go out on the theme song. Thanks for listening. Go fuck yourselves. Ha, 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 ha.